This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. As it has every year since 1959, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series celebrates Independence Weekend in Daytona Beach, Florida, where today over 150,000 fans are ready to cheer on their heroes in the all-American sport of stock car racing. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the 16th race of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. I'm Alan Bestwick, along with Barney Hall, and whether it's February, July, or pretty much any time, Barney, there's no place in the world like Daytona if you want to see a great race. No, the finishes here in the 500 and in the 400 are always spectacular. You never know who's going to win, it seems like, until the last lap. The big factor that comes into play here when we come down in July, Alan, is the track is a little bit slicker than it is in February. The heat is always a big factor here, and you have 100 miles less to get it done in, so you can't fool around. You can't even think about dropping back in the pack and getting back up there. You've got to hang in that lead draft, and most of these teams know that. And hanging in that lead draft is not as easy as it might be in February, where pretty much the race is a horsepower event. You keep your foot all the way to the floor just about the entire 200-lap distance in the Daytona 500. Because the track conditions are so much different and it's so much hotter here, this race actually becomes more like one at one of the mile-and-a-half tracks or the two-mile tracks like California or Michigan, where it becomes a handling race through the corners. That's what we've been watching the guys work on ever since they checked in here Thursday. Everybody's been out there trying to get the car to handle, handle, handle. And that's going to be the key to winning here today. But uh, they must be working pretty good because you were up here watching them some, just like I did when we were doing the public address part of the week here. They've been running two and three deep in those practice sessions, and everybody looks like they're fairly comfortable. Even though the cars are kicking around a little bit, they seem like they can race two deep and three deep on occasion. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's stop here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Field working its way now down the short straightaway between turn four and the beginning of the tri-oval. Buster Auton driving the Pontiac Grand Prix pace car about to hang the left onto pit road. 160 laps ahead of 42 NASCAR Winston Cup Series drivers. The 39th Pepsi 400 about to get underway. About 1,000 feet in the start-finish line. Green flag goes in the air, and the Pepsi 400 is underway. And on the start, Mike Skinner gets away from everybody in a hurry. Pulls out single file, two, three car links. John Andretti goes with him, and that's the way they hit turn one. Andretti's going to swing by Dale Earnhardt to pick up the second position. Earnhardt falls in line in third, then Jeff Gordon fourth. Side-by-side side for fifth going into turn one. It's Jimmy Spencer all alone down on the inside of the track. Rusty Wallace on the outside lane. Rusty getting a little push from Michael Waltrip. But it's Skinner leading the way. Andretti second as they exit turn two. Here's Skinner now working down toward the inside lane to the back stretch. Andretti tries to tighten up behind him. Jeff Gordon takes a quick peek to the inside of Earnhardt while Wallace closes in from fifth. 
Caught out of line is Jimmy Spencer. Meanwhile, as he tries to grapple his way back in line for about this seventh position. Meanwhile, here comes Earnhardt. He'll dive to the bottom for second off four. Earnhardt looks low underneath John Andretti. They run all the way to the broken white line, separating the flat apron from the back part of the racetrack. Earnhardt still door-to-door with Andretti. Rusty Wallace going to look under Jeff Gordon now for the fourth spot as Gordon tucks up outside behind Andretti. Double wide, second on back. Up front, though, it is Mike Skinner. He stretched out his lead by three car lengths over an ongoing race for second. Earnhardt to the inside of the track. Andretti to the outside. And they're stacked up double wide from him all the way back to the rear of the field. Earnhardt continues to work the inside lane of the racetrack. Now Skinner drops down in front of Earnhardt. Here's Dale Jarrett back in the 10th position. He will crank up three wide, moving up a couple of spots underneath Billy Standridge. John Andretti, meanwhile, goes for the lead as he moves to the outside of Mike Skinner. Skinner gets a drafting partner. Earnhardt drops in line behind. Now he'll go side by side with Andretti for second. That outside line does not appear the place to be in the early going here. That's where Andretti gets hung out right now. He'll tuck back in single file. Now he gets a little push as they cross the start finish line. And that little drafting help he got from Jeff Gordon pushes him into the lead in turn one. Andretti shows the way this time up the 31 degree banking of turn number one. Now it's Skinner sitting in second under attack. His teammate Earnhardt right behind him. Earnhardt racing alongside Jeff Gordon. Those two side by side. Skinner now drops out of the pocket twice to take a shot at the lead. Just as quickly, however, Skinner moves back up to the high side and behind race leading John Andretti. The battle for the third position, the first side-by-side battle, Jeff Gordon taking the spot. Gordon gets a good run down the back straightaway. He'll shoot around the outside of Earnhardt, grab the third position, but just that quickly, Dale Earnhardt dives to the bottom. He gets squeezed off at the inside. Off turn number four, down to the start-finish line. John Andretti will officially take the lead as they come to the stripe and complete another lap. And uh, at the back of the pack, Steve Grissom has fallen way off the end of the field, so apparently problems for his Chevrolet. He did start in the back of the field, but has fallen well behind the rest of the group. Leaders are in one. Here's a race for second. Jeff Gordon gets a push from Dale Earnhardt, pushes him by teammate Mike Skinner. Gordon goes to second. Not satisfied there. He's going to try for the lead off turn two. Here's Gordon swinging down to the inside of John Andretti's Ford. Gordon Chevrolet rumbles up to the inside, now puts his fender out in front. Earnhardt to the high side behind that battle in third. John Andretti, however, dives deeper into turn number three, so holds on to the lead. But here comes Gordon. The draft forms up on the bottom of the racetrack. Side by side for the lead off turn four. Only four cars are not up in that lead draft. Actually five, counting Steve Grissom. Everybody else, door to door, nose to tail, and that's the way they cross the line. Still a scramble for the lead. Gordon had it by a foot that time. He drives way down to the bottom of the racetrack, and they get three deep almost, back for about sixth position. They're back in one. Here they come, back into the corner. Still the Ford-Chevy battle, but now Andretti swings around in front, hangs on to the lead. It'll be Gordon battling Dale Earnhardt for the second spot. Andretti gets two car links out in front of a side-by-side battle off turn two. Earnhardt works up to the high side of the racetrack, just within a couple of feet of the outside wall in second. It's Gordon to his inside, then behind them, Skinner racing to the inside of Michael Waltrip. Mike Skinner moving right up on the rear deck of Gordon as he tries to give him a push on by Earnhardt as they scramble side-by-side for second. Meanwhile, Andretti shows the way off the fourth corner. John Andretti retaking the lead from Jeff Gordon as they come to the start-finish line. Gordon and Earnhardt side-by-side for second, double-wide all the way back through about 35th position now as they rumble through the tri-oval. Here's the three-wide move down on the inside. Looks like Rusty Wallace going to try and go after Skinner. Wallace stabs it down on the inside of the track underneath Skinner. He'll flash by him, picking up the fourth position. Now here's Wallace going after Gordon Earnhardt. Can't quite squeeze underneath those two Chevys. He'll fall back in line behind Gordon in the inside lane. Here's Gordon working all the way down to the inside lane of the backstretch. Andretti, the race leader, flares out wide. Gordon gets a push from Rusty Wallace working 
Racing the inside. Wallace and Gordon work together at the bottom of the racetrack. Give Jeff Gordon the second position. The battle is for third. Rusty Wallace on the inside. Dale Earnhardt on the outside as they shoot off four. Dale Earnhardt has a strong race car. He's put on some strong moves coming off turn number four. Dives again down to the bottom of the speedway as they work their way back to the start-finish line. It just seems to hang there for a moment in the outside groove as he swings back up to the top. Meanwhile, a two-car breakaway at the front of the field. They're back in one. John Andretti shows the way. Jeff Gordon is second. That's the two cars breaking out. Now joined by Dale Earnhardt. He squeezes between Rusty Wallace and Michael Waltrip into the third position. Now it's Skinner trying to make the squeeze play. To the inside of Michael Waltrip. He'll fall in behind Rusty Wallace now in fifth. Rusty Wallace has the fourth spot. Again, here's Skinner in fifth. Inside of Michael Waltrip sixth. After that, the battle for the seventh position. Lake Speed moving up toward the high side. He'll swing to the outside of Mike Skinner, who has now backslid one position. He'll go side by side with Lake Speed for the sixth spot. Still double wide, stacking up behind him as they head off four. While the field shuffles off the corner, Steve Grissom has taken his car to the garage. An update there in a moment. A five-car breakaway now. John Andretti, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, and Michael Waltrip, the first five. Then it'll be Mike Skinner taking over sixth. Here's Gordon looking to the inside of Andretti. Now the outside for the lead. Gordon looks to the high side of Andretti coming into the turn. Let's see which way Earnhardt's going to go. He just kind of sits there in the middle of the racetrack, waiting to see what's going to happen. Now he sees the inside lane open up. Earnhardt drops it down low. Now challenges Gordon for second. Here's Earnhardt rushing up alongside of Gordon, and Earnhardt is not without help. Here's Rusty Wallace to the inside. He tucks his blue and white Ford right off the back of Earnhardt's bumper. That'll give Earnhardt a push down the back straightaway. He'll get the second position, and now Rusty Wallace flanks Gordon for third. Side by side off the fourth corner. And as they went down the back straightaway, Sterling Marlin way off the pace has dropped to the apron of the racetrack. The whole field goes on by, and he's coasting down, heading for pit road. Meanwhile, uh, Steve Grissom's car has gone back out of the speedway. Let's go to the pits. Well, let's check with Charlie Presley, Steve Grissom's crew chief. Charlie, what was wrong with the car? Uh, we had to switch ignition. We had an ignition problem. Steve went out, and he said it started skipping really bad early on in the race. In fact, the first lap, and they uh, brought it in to uh, get that fixed. And now Sterling Marlin is in the pits. We'll go check on that story. And smoke billowing out from behind Sterling Marlin's car as he winds down through the gears. Marlin has finished in the top two four times in this race in the last five years. Let's go to Winston Kelly. A left front tire has been cut down on the Kodak Chevrolet. They're having trouble pulling it off as the outer liner has literally shredded away. A lot of problems getting that tire off the hub now. They're putting the left front tire on Sterling Marlin's car. He is going to lose a lap as the field comes rocketing by the start-finish line, completing nine of 160 laps in the Pepsi 400. The early leader is John Andretti. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Dale 
Earnhardt has just been shuffled from second to fifth positions through the tri-oval. He may lose that in turn one. To the inside of him now, Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, side by side. Mike Skinner falls in line while Andretti continues to show the way. Rusty Wallace is second. Michael Waltrip now up to third. Jeff Gordon rides in the fourth position. Here's Dale Jarrett moving in from fifth. Mike Skinner rides sixth behind him. Then Earnhardt seventh, Spencer eighth, and Lake Speed is ninth. Earnhardt losing momentum as he tucks back in line at the end of the back straightaway at a turn number three, but now gets it cranked up once again as he falls in line. The front seven cars are all single file. Race beginning to break up just a little bit now. It's single file all the way back through about the top ten, and that's where the passing is going on right now. Diving all the way down to the inside comes Kenny Schrader trying to get underneath Lake Speed. He's going to have a lot of company there. They get three deep heading off to turn one. Meanwhile, that seven, eight car breakaway is heading to two. Nose to tail, led by John Andretti coming back to the turn. That second pack of traffic all shaken up now. Lake Speed right in the middle. They're going by on both sides of him. Ricky Rudd, Ward Burton, now Rick Mast pulls to the outside of Speed. All of that battling going on from the 12th position on back. It is Ricky Rudd who holds down 12th. Now, here's Ward Burton moving up behind him as they move back into the corner. Billy Standridge caught out of line in that one as he was shuffled to the inside down the back straightaway. He'll get back in line and get his momentum back together. Meanwhile, the front seven cars remain single file as they shoot off turn four. Work their way now down toward the start-finish line to complete lap number 14 of 160. Andretti, Rusty Wallace, Michael Waltrip, Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett. Here's Gordon going to look down low on Waltrip for third. Michael moves down, puts the block on. Gordon with some drafting help going to try the outside in one. Gordon climbs up the banking and turn one up alongside Michael Waltrip's Ford. Now gets the nose of his Chevy out in front. This is the race for the third spot. Here's Michael Waltrip now pulling even again. Exiting turn number two. They're side by side. Another side by side battle stacks up behind them with Dale Jarrett going to the high side. Up in the fifth spot. He leaves Mike Skinner out to dry down to the inside lane with no help as he drops back a couple of positions. Also Michael Waltrip hung out to dry to the bottom of the racetrack on the entrance of turn number three. He'll go side by side for the fourth position with Dale Jarrett off four. They come off the corner still door to door. An eight car breakaway at the front of the field. Two cars nose to tail lead the pack down to the start finish line. John Andretti, Rusty Wallace, and Jeff Gordon. Riding back in the fourth position right now. Dale Jarrett the scrambles on for fifth place. Michael Waltrip with a strong run as he goes at it with Dale Earnhardt in turn one. Waltrip pulls down on the inside of Earnhardt. Chevy coming into the corner, hoping for some drafting help. Here's Mark Martin and Jimmy Spencer stacking up behind. Neither will fall in behind Michael Waltrip. He's strong, though. He gets a nose of his forward out in front of Earnhardt. Michael Waltrip and Earnhardt battling for the fifth position. Once again, here's Mark Martin's red, white, and blue Ford moving into line behind Waltrip, but the outside line is advancing. Martin and Waltrip working together now at the bottom of the racetrack as they dive to the inside of Ken Schrader, now challenging Jimmy Spencer as they come off the fourth corner. This would be the race for the uh, 6th, 7th, and 8th position on back as the field comes to the stripe. Mark Martin and Ken Schrader there would be racing for the 8th spot. Got Mike Skinner right behind them. Then a whole stack of cars beginning to double up now as those drivers race door-to-door for position. Back to turn 1. Got Ward Burton working the inside lane. He makes a pass of Ricky Rudd coming into the turn, falling into his tire tracks now. Billy Standridge, this all going back uh, around the 12th or 13th position. Up front, though, John Andretti shows the way. Here's Jeff Gordon taking a shot at Russell. Wallace for second. Gordon first takes a look to the outside, then thinks better of it. Gets back in the line. Now backs off a few feet from Wallace's back bumper. Jimmy Spencer decides to make something happen with a camel car down the back straightaway. He dives to the inside for fifth. Side by side with Dale Earnhardt. He has some drafting help. Michael Waltrip is there as well. Michael Waltrip got a very strong race car. Having a good run. Just kind of staying in line. Don't want to lose the draft. Don't want to get shaken out of the top ten, so to speak, as they put 17 laps on the board and head back into turn number one 
coming off into the corner now. Michael Waltrip breaks out. They get three deep for fifth place in turn one. It is Mark Martin who dives all the way to the bottom of the racetrack, bypassing both Dale Earnhardt and Michael Waltrip. So that gives Martin the sixth position. Now it's Michael Waltrip and Earnhardt battling side by side. Further back, three wide. you got Bill Elliott, Mike Skinner, and Kenny Schrader. Bill Elliott on the three wide charge all the way down to the inside lane of the back stretch, trying to take the ninth position where Ken Schrader and Mike Skinner stack up to the outside. Triple wide as they climb the banking of turn number three. Everybody bails out at the top of the banking. Down low, he'll get the position. Bill Elliott does as he grabs ninth off turn four. Now Ken Schrader stuck up at the high side of a three wide race behind him off of turn four. Looked like he might have scuffed the wall a little bit. Might have been squeezed up there as Ward Burton was down to his inside. Right side of the machine looks clean as he comes by us through the trioval. So maybe just uh, getting up into the dust there up by the outside retaining wall and everybody gets away okay. 18 of 160 laps are complete. Today's race, the Pepsi 400. Things have not let up one bit for the lead at the front of the field as it works to turn three. John Andretti on the lead. The man on the move, however, Bill Elliott moving up from eight. Dives down to the inside, picks up the seventh position and Michael Waltrip goes way up to the top of the banking. Waltrip has to feather off the gas just a bit as he exits turn four side by side with Earnhardt. Would be racing with Earnhardt there for what would be the eighth position as they come down to the start-finish line. Capping the leaderboard, John Andretti, Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Jimmy Spencer, Mark Martin, and Bill Elliott. We've already blazed through the first 50 miles of the Pepsi 400 on the backstretch. The race is for second spot. That's where Rusty Wallace's Ford is trying to hold off the charge of Jeff Gordon Chevrolet in the corner. It appeared that Wallace slowed up just a bit coming down the back straightaway, but he gets it going again, heading into turn number three, dives down to the inside of the racetrack. No room for Gordon to make the move off four. Never been that great a racetrack for Rusty Wallace over the years. He's had more than his share of problems here, but he's got a race car today underneath him that may keep him at the front of the field all day long and maybe send him to victory lane. He hangs right on the bumper now. John Andretti as they go back to turn number one. Jeff Gordon playing a very cagey move. Joe more for the moment. He tucks in and out. Doesn't seem to want to go anywhere for the moment. Rusty really doesn't know what to expect from Jeff Gordon. Doesn't know where he's going to try to go on the racetrack. For now, he settles in behind him. Gordon's got problems with another form now. Right behind him, Jimmy Spencer. And Jimmy's starting to look for a chance to get by. Jeff Gordon, the only Chevrolet at the moment. Anywhere in the top seven. Again, he starts to move down to the inside to try to hold off Jimmy Spencer's Ford in turn three. Front six cars climb the banking of turn number three. Now Bill Elliott rumbles out of the pocket, looking for the fifth position. Looks up to the top of the banking and just that quickly, defends the inside lane. Dale Earnhardt is right there behind him. Bill Elliott's got a strong race car. He has had since they came in here on Thursday and unloaded the machine. They've gotten better every day, and he said earlier this morning in the garage area, I think I've got the car to win. For the moment, he just wants to stay up in that top six or seven car draft, not lose any positions as they go back to turn number one. The racing is going to be back for about seventh and eighth spot. That is where Mark Martin makes a move to the inside of Kenny Schrader. They're stacked up side by side right behind them. Michael Waltrip and Mike Skinner closer to the front for third. Jimmy Spencer tries an outside move on Jeff Gordon. Gordon steps down to the inside, leaves the outside flank unguarded, but only for a moment. That's all Spencer needs. Jimmy Spencer now taking third, followed by Dale Jarrett. And Jeff Gordon, meanwhile, just tries to get back in line. He's lost fourth position. Now he's side-by-side for fifth with Bill Elliott. They'll stay side-by-side as they race off turn four. Great racing in the early going of the Pepsi 400. As 
they come back down to the line. Jeff Gordon's hung down to the inside all by himself. Bill Elliott tries to get around him on the outside, and Gordon's lost two spots that last circuit around. His car, however, is still strong enough to stay up there in that lead draft. Let's watch him in turn one. Can't do a whole lot this time. Coming into turn one, nobody falls in behind Jeff Gordon. He loses three positions. Bill Elliott, Dale Earnhardt, and Ken Schrader make the move. But now off turn two, Gordon turns up the wick again. Now tries to pull even with Ken Schrader. Whole line of traffic stacking up in the outside lane against Jeff Gordon. Now, finally, he gets back up into line just in front of Mark Martin running back around the ninth position. And just in front of them, the battle for third shapes up. Dale Jarrett dives to the top of the banking. Jimmy Spencer is on the bottom of the racetrack. They're side by side in turn four. And we've been watching a lot of guys that seem to prefer the high line through both ends of this racetrack. They've been running higher and higher, and that's been the way to get around. John Andretti is the leader. Rusty Wallace rides second. Hanging in there in third right now is Dale Jarrett. Bill Elliott about to move up into fourth. He's fighting for that position with Jimmy Spencer in turn one. Elliott's one of those who seems to prefer the high side of the racetrack. It's been working for him. Here again, going into the turn, he's fighting for the fourth position with Jimmy Spencer to the high side of the track. He gets by Spencer, but now Spencer tries to squeeze to the inside, comes back alongside Elliott's Ford. Elliott's red and yellow Ford up to the high side, holds the spot only by a fender again. Jimmy Spencer from fifth makes another run coming off the end of the backstretch. Finishing off their drag race down the back straightaway, they're still side by side. Battle is for the fourth position. Here's Michael Waltrip on the inside of the racetrack. He'll draft with Spencer off four. Three car breakaway at the front of the field now. All that side by side racing has caused a few of those cars to drop a little bit back in the field. Jimmy Spencer slides back to fifth as Bill Elliott gets underneath him. Earnhardt rides in sixth place. Now Earnhardt puts a move on here as they pass the dog leg and go back into turn one. Dale drives it to the bottom of the racetrack. Up alongside Jimmy Spencer. Gets by Spencer. Leaves the lane open. Michael Waltrip sees the opportunity. Here he comes now tracking down to the inside of the track. Trying to get by Jimmy Spencer. It's not going to work this time off turn two. All of the leaders have to go to the outside as they move on to the back stretch to clear the slower car of Steve Grissom as race leader John Andretti moves by and puts him a lap down. Everybody forced up to the top of the banking now as Grissom's machine sits on the bottom of the racetrack. Everybody slides up and now no room to make any moves. Single file. They'll shuffle off the fourth turn. A couple of Fords lead the Pepsi 400 as they come back down in the dogleg. Still it's John Andretti and Rusty Wallace riding first and second. Dale Earnhardt is make that Dale Earnhardt back to fourth. He lost a couple of spots in that shuffle a moment ago. Some furious racing going on back at about ninth and tenth position. That's where Mike Skinner is as they work into turn one. Skinner's hanging down to the inside lane with no drafting help. Mark Martin is the man he's fighting with, and Martin's got Billy Standridge, Ricky Rudd, and Derek Cobal stacked up behind him. Closer to the front, here's Elliott swinging to the outside of Dale Earnhardt for fourth. Earnhardt gets kicked out of line, shoved down toward the inside, and drops back a couple of spots. In fact, Earnhardt is backsliding. He's all the way back now to the eighth position. Earnhardt trying to get a grip on the lead graft as he tries to shuffle back in line and just does in front of Ward Burton. Now it stacks up two by two from second on back off turn four. Always amazes you how effective the draft is. If you're in it, you can hang right up there and run with anybody. If you lose it, you're going to go straight backwards and that's what's happened to Dale Earnhardt as he loses another three positions. Jimmy Spencer on the charge right now. He slid back to fifth place. He's trying to get up into fourth as the whole field works back to one. He had taken a move on the inside of Dale Jarrett. Failed to make the pass there. Now he's left to fight with Bill Elliott for the fourth position. They're side by side coming into the turn while the front three are single file. Andretti, Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett. Still those two Fords side by side for fourth. That's where Bill Elliott has the spot. Now Jimmy Spencer gets back up into line behind him running in fifth. That's bad news for Michael Waltrip. Waltrip looked like he was going to come alongside and draft with Jimmy Spencer. So he bails out of line and that puts him in a side by side battle with Ken Schrader.
Schneider for the seventh position off turn four. Michael Waltrip going to look to uh, get involved in the fray there with Spencer. Also down to his inside. Three wide. Mike Skinner all the way on the flat of the racetrack. His Chevy wiggling as he brings it back up on the banking of the tri-oval. All this going on at lap 31 of 160. And what has been a very exciting thus far, Pepsi 400. Down the back straightaway, John Andretti. Trouble on the back stretch. Jimmy Spencer gets tagged hard on the back stretch by Mike Skinner's car. Spencer is kicked out of shape. As Skinner goes down to the low side, everyone on the binders. Also trouble for Chad Little. The front end on his Pontiac is all crunched up as everyone else now scoots on by. What a great job all of the drivers in the field did in slowing down and avoiding that becoming a major multi-car incident. It happened, it looked like, when Jimmy Spencer and Mike Skinner were racing hard for position. On the backstretch, we go back to Kurt Becker. About the midpoint of the backstretch, Alan, when Spencer and Skinner got together. In fact, it looked like first the Skinner's car got kicked out of shape. It kind of flew across every lane of the track, working from the right to the left, from the outside to the inside. Caught Skinner, uh, Spencer's car, rather. Spun him out of shape. Further back behind that, several car lengths. Chad Little's Pontiac is worse for the wear. He now sits along the apron. Again, the front end on his machine, all crunched up as well. Spencer's car, his Ford, is also sitting idle along the apron. That could have been a, a stem winder, as they say over there, and collected a dozen or more cars had everybody not got on the binders and really been doing some heads-up driving. Again, three cars involved. Jimmy Spencer, Mike Skinner, and Chad Little, all three do have some damage, and we're under caution for the first time this afternoon. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Well, the pole setter's car on pit road. Heavy damage to the right front of the car. Looks like that whole right front fender has been peeled off. Some damage to the left front of the car. They're trying to pull it away from the tire, so won't be a victory lane situation today for Mike Skinner. Everyone except Brett Bodine that's on the lead lap is on pit road. Jim Phillips. John Andretti goes by. He goes out first ahead of Jeff Gordon who swings out of his pits. Also in with Phil Elliott, Hutch Strickland, Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon. Mark Martin was in. Also, Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett, all of them, four tires and 76 racing fuel to Winston Kelly. First out, Ken Schrader. He was followed by Derek Cope, then Dale Earnhardt, Kenny Wallace, then the car of Rick Mast, Ernie Irvin, the Jeremy Mayfield car doing a little agricultural racing. He had to dodge some cars and go out in the grass. Then the car of Robbie Gordon, Bobby Hamilton, Dick Trickle, and Johnny Benson leave in that order. Jimmy Spencer on pit road. He does have a good bit of damage to the left side of the car. Some aerodynamic problems there. Now to Marty Snyder. Everybody in down here. Terry Labonte had a uh, long pit stop, 32-second pit stop. He got blocked into his pits. Ricky Craven's car is being pushed behind the wall. We're going to go check on that story right now. A lot of these guys on this end of pit road were tight because it's starting to cloud up here at Daytona, and they did not expect that. So they're a little bit tighter than, than they expected to be earlier this morning. And we understand that Ricky Rudd might have got a little piece of action over there also and might have got scrubbed up just a little bit. We'll check further on that in a moment. Off pit road, the race was won by Bill Elliott. He'll come out first. John Andretti looked like he came out right behind him followed by Michael Waltrip, Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon. That would be the top five the way they came out of the pits. And remember that Brett Bodine stayed on the racetrack so he should be the race leader if he stays on the speedway and goes past the start finish line this lap by so it'll be Brett Bodine out in front of the race. Today's broadcast of the Pepsi 400 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Daytona International Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication reproduction or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the expressed written consent of NASCAR and M- 
MRN Radio is prohibited. Update a couple of stories. Ricky Craven's car is behind the wall. Marty Snyder has why. Well, they caught a little piece of that accident as well. A Something went through the radiator and created a big hole in the radiator. Said the water temperature shot way up, so they are replacing the radiator on Ricky Craven's car. They will be back out. Both Jimmy Spencer and Mike Skinner continue to sit on pit road, work done on their machines. We will check there with Winston Kelly. Well, they're just now pulling away Jimmy Spencer's car. A little bit of damage on the left side, but Tony Shoemaker, Donnie Wingo, and the crew have been focusing primarily on the right side of the car. Mike Skinner's now backing his Chevrolet up. He'll be pulling it behind the wall. And we said a moment ago also, Alan, that uh, maybe Ricky Rudd might have got a piece of that. Let's see if Jim Phillips has had a chance to step into their pit. With his crew chief, Jim Long. Jim, uh, you got a little damage there. What happened? Uh, well, we tried to avoid that wreck back there and ran over some debris. There's really no damage. Everything's pretty good. We, we changed four tires. I think we're going to be just fine here. Okay, so the not, uh, he says not that much damage to Ricky's Ford. He should be okay. About half a lap away from the restart, the driver who started today's race on the bush pole is out of his machine behind the wall. Winston Kelly is with Mike Skinner. Mike, talking to his crew chief, uh, team manager David Smith, along with Richard Childers. Mike, what happened out there? I guess you'd have to watch the film to, to tell. Uh, I think I got wrecked. That's the word from a very disappointed Mike Skinner. And over in the garage, Marty Snyder has a couple of updates for us. Well, Chad Little, beside the heavily damaged John Deere uh, Pontiac, what happened out there, Chad? Well, you know, I was running in the back of that first draft, and um, there was some um, commotion up front. I saw everybody, saw some dust, and, um, you know, everyone was pulling their hand up and, you know, signaling that they were slowing down. And, of course, I did the same thing, and got bumped from behind and uh, turned me to the outside wall and and then um, hit it with the back too so I mean it, we hurt the car pretty good but you know I'm okay and um, we were getting some good uh, time out there but it's just this a part of racing that there's not much you can do about it you just got to live with Chad Little green flag goes back in the air and the Pepsi 400 is underway once again only three cars down on the inside are lap machines the first one of those up there trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap would be Sterling Marlin in turn one Sterling's racing Bill Elliott the race leader real hard coming into the corner trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap behind Elliott you've got the second place car John Andretti then Michael Walter the third place machine fourth Jeff Gordon and fifth Rusty Wallace they're all working together to the outside trying to clear the lap traffic those leaders again work right up next to the outside wall on the stretch with Bill Elliott up at the head of the line. Now he kicks in. He leaves the slower car of Marlin behind him, but here's John Andretti. To the bottom of the racetrack goes John Andretti as he cranks it up to full speed. He grabs a lead away from Bill Elliott. Now side-by-side, side, Rusty Wallace goes on the outside of Sterling Marlin trying to clear his lap machine. Obvious very early on that John Andretti has a very strong horse in the Pepsi 400. He comes back and takes the lead away one more time from Elliott. Sterling Marlin is one lap down, as is Jimmy Spence. Spencer, Marlin right now got his hands full trying to keep from losing contact with the leaders. Rusty Wallace works to the outside of Sterling Marlin. He'll now pass that car. Wallace, the fifth place machine. Marlin comes back to life off turn two. Back to the inside of Rusty Wallace. And Marlin's going to at least get by that car and has climbed back to the front. And behind that battle is where the sixth place car of Dale Jarrett starts to move up. Now he gets restless and behind the lapped car of Marlin starts to go three wide but now backs off. Dale Jarrett looking for the inside lane but Sterling Marlin eased his machine down to the bottom of the racetrack and shut down that low groove. Meanwhile, the top five stay single file off the fourth corner. That's the way to run if you can. Run nose to tail. It's a whole lot quicker. Dale Earnhardt dives down to the inside, makes them three deep here at the start-finish line. That should be for about seventh place as they work their way back toward turn number one. 
Earnhardt clears the position. Now they're three wide for third place in turn one. Rusty Wallace, the man on the move to the inside of Michael Waltrip, who was already working to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Gordon's a big loser in this particular matchup. It is Andretti showing the way. Bill Elliott in second. Rusty has third. Now here comes a lap car. Sterling Marlin challenging Michael Waltrip. Michael Waltrip is stubborn up in the outside lane. Again, Michael Waltrip rides along in fourth. Now Jeff Gordon moves up behind him in the outside. No drafting help for Sterling Marlin as he tries to get back on the lead lap, but now Dale Earnhardt dives down to the rescue. He'll go right in behind Marlin. They'll stay side by side with Michael Waltrip off turn four. Field swings out of the corner, onto the short straightaway. Got three cars, now four in a single file line at the head of the pack. The front three, John Andretti, Bill Elliott, and Rusty Wallace. Then the lap car of Sterling Marlin. Then it's double wide from fourth on back, triple wide for sixth on back. Dale Jarrett on the bottom of the speedway in one. Jarrett digs it deep down on the inside of the racetrack. Gets by the car of Jimmy Spencer and Ken Schrader to the inside of Jeff Gordon now going for his spot. Just ahead of him, Dale Earnhardt. He's racing alongside Michael Waltrip off turn two. Ted Musgrave is one other driver who's been on the move, working on to the back stretch. Three wide as he entered the back straightaway. He now rushes up alongside the lap car of Timmy Spencer. As Musgrave continues to stab forward, so does Dale Earnhardt. He locks his machine down to the inside of the racetrack, picks off the position from Michael Waltrip. Jeff Gordon gets by as well. We talked about when we first came on the air that these cars appear to be very comfortable to the drivers out there, even though they're kicking around a little bit. That three-wide racing kind of reinforces what we were talking about. We've seen some breathtaking moves made going off into turn number one. Three-car breakaway at the front of the field. Jeff Gordon's fallen all the way back to fifth place. Front six cars are now nose to tail coming back into the corner. The scrambling is going on for the seventh spot on the back. They're stacked up double wide, sometimes three wide there. Dale Jarrett dives to the inside of Michael Walton. That'll gain him the seventh position. He moves back up into line. Jarrett does just in front of Michael Waltrip, who's got Ken Schrader and Ward Burton behind him. Then Ted Musgrave back toward the 11 spot. They'll go side by side with Derek Cope. Musgrave does as he goes down to the inside of the racetrack. He has some drafting help behind. There's Ernie Irvin beginning to rumble to the front as well as they head side by side off turn four. Let's mention that Ricky Craven is back onto the speedway in the Budweiser Chevy. He is four laps down to the race leader, so it will be extremely difficult for his to repeat his uh, third place finish in the Daytona 500 of earlier this season. 42 laps complete, just past the 100-mile mark of the race. Right now, it looks to be from about 7th on back, the big pack is, in turn 2. To the inside, Ward Burton, he's racing alongside Ken Schrader for that position. Right behind him, you've got Ted Musgrave and Ernie Irvin, also Derek Cope in that mix as they hit the back straightaway. Back up toward the front of the field, the shuffle is on, and the battle for third. Rusty Wallace pops out a line, he has third, trying to hold off Earnhardt. And Sterling Marlin had been trying to climb his way back up the ladder, but he drops a couple of rungs as Earnhardt gets by. Gordon gets by. Now here comes Dale Jarrett. Dale Jarrett dives down to the inside of the racetrack, then thinks better of it, tucks back in single file as they cross the start-finish line. They will put 43 laps on the scoreboard in the Pepsi 400. Just past 100 miles in the Pepsi 400, John Andretti has been the dominant driver in the early going. Right now he is up on Bill Elliott and a pretty good race for third, fourth, and fifth between Dale Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, and Jeff Gordon. As we come back to Daytona, John Andretti leads a side-by-side fight for the second spot. Bill Elliott and Dale Earnhardt rubbing fenders as they head to turn one. Charging up the 31-degree banking of turn number one. For a moment, Rusty Wallace thought of making that battle three wide. Instead, he'll fall back in line and do his own battle there alongside Jeff Gordon. John Andretti shows the way, but it's Earnhardt and Bill Elliott side-by-side for second. Last time by on the back stretch, Elliott and Earnhardt nearly touched. Again, here's Rusty Wallace back and forth behind that battle. 
almost makes a three-wide move, but still rides in fourth. Elliott gets the best run down the back straightaway. He'll pull alongside Earnhardt and pull a nose out in front. Dale Earnhardt takes it up to the top of the banking. Now Elliott challenges for the lead. Nose to tail off the turn. Bill Elliott takes a look down to the inside, then thinks better of it. Just tucks in single file behind the leader, John Andretti. I tell you, two of the fastest cars in that lead pack are a lap down, trying to get back up there and get on the tail end of the lead lap, and that would be Sterling Marlin and Jimmy Spencer. They have been really racing hard to get back up there and have a chance to get the lap back. They're over in two. They're in the mix here as Rusty Wallace makes his move. Wallace dives to the inside of Bill Elliott and Dale Earnhardt. Sterling Marlin gives some drafting help. Wallace goes to the second spot. The lap car of Marlin in line in third. Then it's Earnhardt trapped in the outside lane. Another one of those cars on the move trying to get a lap back is Jimmy Spencer. Three wide on the back stretch, rushing up along Earnhardt. Spencer flanks Earnhardt as they climb the banking of turn number three. Side by side, they'll race into the turn up front. The front three had single file off turn four. Michael Waltrip, Bill Elliott, and Jeff Gordon three wide for about the fifth position as they come off turn four down to the start-finish line. Nobody pulls out in front with any kind of an advantage. Elliott stuck in the middle but still strong. Normally that's a place where you go backwards. Looks like Jeff Gordon's going to be the guy that gets squeezed there on the outside line. Gordon goes to seventh, to eighth, to ninth, to tenth now as they stack up double wide, blasting by him down on the inside. Gordon finally now squeezes back down in line, exiting the corner. He'll get in line in front of Ernie Irvin. Here's the battle for the fourth position where Michael Waltrip moves down to the inside of Bill Elliott. They go side by side as they come off the corner and onto the back stretch as Elliott holds down the spot. Dale Jarrett trying to rumble to the inside of the racetrack. He'll go side by side with Robbie Gordon. They'll stay double wide as they race through the corner. Jarrett now moves to the inside, gets a nose out in front as they race off the turn. Crowd hasn't been able to sit down all afternoon watching the Pepsi 400 here at Daytona. It's just been that kind of race as they put 49 laps on the board. The leader, John Andretti, played follow the leader with him all day long. Right now, he's not about to give up the lead. He's in the middle of the backstretch, heading for three. His closest pursuer right now is Rusty Wallace, who continues to travel in second to off into the corner. Rusty Wallace is blue and white Ford, ready to pounce, but John Andretti is good at the bottom of the racetrack. He just locks it down and sticks it low. He'll hold that low groove as they race off turn four and back to the start-finish line. 35 of the original 42 starters on the lead lap. Jeff Gordon got a little wide off of turn number four. Came very close to the outside wall that time, but did not scrape it and is still in line right as we go. Let us uh, take a quick spin back through the field if we can and try and at least set where some of the front runners are. John Andretti's the leader. Second was Rusty Wallace. He may lose that in turn one. Dale Earnhardt trying to get it from him. Earnhardt's been third. Bill Elliott is fourth. Michael Waltrip fifth. Ward Burton sixth. Robbie Gordon is up to seventh. Ken Schrader's eighth. Dale Jarrett ninth. And Jeff Gordon back to tenth. Mark Martin's 11th. Ernie Irvin 12th. Jeff Burton 13th. Jeremy Mayfield, 14th, and Hutch Strickland, 15th. Ted Musgrave is 16th. 17th would be Ricky Rudd. Kyle Petty is 18th. Derek Cope, 19th. And 20th is Kenny Wallace. Terry Labonte's 21st. 22nd is Bobby Labonte. Dick Trickle, 23rd. Bobby Hamilton, 24th. And Joni Macek, 25th. 26th is Johnny Benson. David Green is 27th. 28th is Lake Speed. Morgan Shepard is 29th. 30th is Rick Mass. Brett Bodine, Darrell Waltrip, Jerry Nadeau, Dave Marcus, and Wally Dallenbeck round out the cars on the lead lap back to 35th position. A lap down in 36th is Sterling Marlin and Jimmy Spencer in 37th. Ricky Craven is five laps down in 38th. Steve Grissom five laps down in 39th. Mike Skinner, Billy Standridge, and Chad Little are back behind the wall. That's the full field rundown now at lap number 51 of 160. This mid-race update sponsored by Sports Image. Race fans, Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt, ceiling fans are now available through Motorsports by mail. These fans are beautiful 
beautifully crafted by Beverly Hills fans. It'd be a great addition to your home. For more information or to order, call Motorsports by mail at 800-338-6016. Tenth place on back has been some furious racing. That's where Ernie Irvin is for the moment. Jeff Gordon's back in that pack of traffic also. Let's follow that one down to turn one. Gordon had a close call in that mix here last time by turn two, Barney, as they came off the corner. Robbie Gordon had a checkup momentarily. He ran up on a slower car. He got crossed up, and Gordon had to slam the brakes. That cost him a couple of positions, but now Gordon's starting to climb his way back to the front. But Strickland has been moving up a couple of spots after taking to the inside. He moves up into 11th past Gordon, now goes to the inside of Robbie Gordon. Challenges Robbie Gordon on the inside of the racetrack. Robbie slips up to the top of the banking. Now Jeff Gordon comes to the inside of Robbie Gordon. They'll go side by side for 12th off turn four. And as they work their way down the middle of the back straightaway, Sterling Marlin has been up at the front of the field. He had a chance to get his lap back a moment ago. Now he's down to the inside of the racetrack, losing ground as they work over to turn four. He was second back in line, Barney, and now he's third back in line. Meanwhile, Dale Earnhardt goes for the lead, moves to the outside of John Andretti as they shoot off the fourth corner. Earnhardt trying to get a run up to the outside, but I'm going to tell you what right now, John Andretti has a strong race car, and there has not been anybody that's really had anything for him in the early going. Right now, Sterling Marlin trying to protect his turf and stay in position to get his lap back while Earnhardt tries to hang on to Sterling Marlin on the outside. Marlin drops it low on the racetrack, coming into turn one, blast by Dale Earnhardt, leaves the door open, here's Rusty Wallace coming by, Wallace goes by Earnhardt, he'll grab third, Ward Burton next in line, now he's up alongside Earnhardt. Ward Burton now gets in line behind Rusty Wallace, goes to the inside, almost goes three wide, now Ward Burton double wide into the corner. Ward Burton has been the stealth driver over the last ten laps, he's gained about five positions, and now he's going for third to the inside of Dale Earnhardt, side by side off the fourth turn. That has been about as furious a race back there from third on back all day long as you can ask for here at Daytona. John Andretti continues to lead in the Pepsi 400. Something may be wrong with Bill Elliott's McDonald's Ford. He is losing several positions here over the last half lap. In fact, let's go to pit road. It is not hitting on all eight cylinders. It just started uh, ignition or something is wrong on the 94 McDonald's car, Bill Elliott. He's going to bring it to the pit lane. They've got the pit board out. Tough break for Bill Elliott, who led this race for a lap a little bit earlier on, but is now falling back through the field, and as we just heard, will be coming to pit road shortly. Working our way toward the halfway point of the Pepsi 400, live from Daytona International Speedway on Motor Racing Network, John Andretti has been the dominant driver of the early going in the race. Andretti getting out in front from his third starting position for the first time at lap number three, gave up the lead for a lap to Jeff Gordon, then went out in front from lap five to lap 34. Everybody came down pit road at that point under caution for pit stops. Bill Elliott won the race off pit road, but it was just one lap after that John Andretti went around Elliott back into the lead and from that point, he has been out in front, now completing lap number 60. Running second is Rusty Wallace. Dale Earnhardt is third. Ward Burton is fourth. That is the lead draft at this point, along with the lap car of Sterling Marlin. We mentioned Bill Elliott would be coming to pit road. Now Jim Phillips updates us from there that that may not be the case in the next several laps. Jim? Let's talk to Mike Bean. Mike, it was so good for a while. What's happened to it? Jim, I don't I don't know. The thing, I don't know if it's lost the cylinder. I doubt it has. He said it all of a sudden it went to uh, missing there a little bit we don't know if it's a plug wire or a plug you know we switched ignition and that wasn't it i mean you know it's just tough because we just want to see what happened we had a long ways to go you decided to leave him out yeah you know we're just going to see we don't we really don't want to lose the lap until we have to because you know if we can just catch a caution here 
you know, and it is a plug wire. You know, I, I feel like we're strong enough to get back to the front, you know, so it's kind of a gamble, you know. And, but, you know, East McDonald's guys, they worked hard, so we'll just see what happens. So right now they're going to leave him out and hope for a caution. That would be the smart thing to do because, as we said a moment ago, if Bill Elliott, even if he goes all the way back to the tail end of the field and would be running last as long as he is on the lead lap, if they can cure the problem, as Mike Beam said, the crew chief there, they've still got a chance to get back up there and salvage a real good finish. But you don't want to lose a lap. It's awfully hard to get it back. Andretti comes down to the line, swinging down to the inside, goes Dale Earnhardt. He's trying to get around Sterling Marlin, who's up there trying to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. Earnhardt feels like he can hang with Andretti a little bit better if he gets away from Sterling, and that's exactly what he tries to do in turn two. Completes the task coming into turn number one. Earnhardt to the inside lane. Marlin goes wide, opens the inside for Ward Burton now. He comes by as a third-place man. Kenny Schrader, the fourth-place car, also gets by Sterling Marlin. Now Rusty Wallace back in fifth. He's got Michael Waltrip moving up toward his inside. Ernie Irvin has been on the move. Closing ground on those leaders. He's moving up in seven. Question is, which way will Ernie Irvin go? How will the draft form up on the inside in that side-by-side battle? It'll form up with Waltrip. He shoots by Rusty Wallace, and Irvin gets by as well. Rusty Wallace, the loser in the last lap around, was second. Now will come back out of turn four in the seventh position as Earnhardt opened the door to the inside, and several others followed through. Ward Burton having a great run in the Pontiac for Bill Davis Racing and MBNA. He is right on Dale Earnhardt's back bumper as they try to go after the leader in one. Ford, Chevy, and Pontiac racing into turn number one. Andretti leading the way with Earnhardt now peeking to the outside, snapping back in line. Maybe not soon enough. Ward Burton gets a run going off turn number two. Now he will settle back in line behind Earnhardt. For now, all of the leaders ride single file down the back stretch with John Andretti's red and white Ford showing the way into turn three. Ernie Irvin climbing his way to the front. Now as he dives down to the bottom of the racetrack, Sterling Marlin had been second back in line, put him about eighth back in line now as Irvin gets by. Wallace tries to do the same in turn four. Ernie Irvin has had to work his way to the front. He hasn't gained that many positions when they came in the pits and everything else. He just had to fight his way one by one to get up there in that lead pack of cars. Andretti still the leader going back to turn number one. This has been a great track for John. The first time they came down here when he was with the Cranifus Haas team and Tim Brewer was a crew chief on the car. They had an outstanding run. He knows how to get around this racetrack as he pulls him over to turn two. Lead the way, coming off turn two, hitting the back straight away. Here's the race for second again, shaping up. Ward Burton sees an opening underneath Dale Earnhardt. He's up alongside him now. Ken Schrader trying to pick a lane. First he goes to the inside with Burton, now changes up to the high side, and Schrader tucks in line behind Earnhardt. Ward Burton trying to complete the pass into turn number three and can't quite get it done. Ken Schrader goes up with Earnhardt. Ward Burton is all by himself at the bottom, still side by side for second. Now they double up behind Burton and Earnhardt. It is Michael Waltrip and Ken Schrader there side by side. What would be for the fourth position? Start finish line, John Andretti, four car lengths on the double wide race for second, third, fourth, and fifth. They've got Ernie Irvin, Rusty Wallace, and Sterling Marlin's lap car closing in also. Here they come back into turn number one. John Andretti continues to stretch out his lead side by side for second in the fourth position. Now coming off turn two, Ward Burton gets his Pontiac fired up. He'll take the second spot. It'll be Michael Waltrip now racing alongside Dale Earnhardt. Michael Waltrip's Ford down to the inside of Earnhardt's Chevrolet. Right behind them, Ken Schrader races up to the outside of Ernie Irvin's car. Battle is for third as they climb the banking of turn number three. Michael Waltrip gets a nose out in front of Dale Earnhardt as Ken Schrader, who's side by side with Ernie Irvin, slides way up the banking. They're still double wide as they come off the corner. That's about the way they've raced all day long here in the Pepsi 400. As they cross the line, they'll put 66 laps on the scoreboard. That'll put us 14 laps away from the halfway point of the Pepsi 400. 
what was a six-car lead draft now beginning to be joined by others as the field works turn one here at Daytona. John Andretti shows the way. Ward Burton, the second-place man, is taking a run at John several times. For now, settles in behind him. Michael Walton is third. Dale Earnhardt fourth. And Ernie Irvin now up to fifth. Right behind Irvin, Ken Schrader moves along in the sixth position. Then the lapped car of Sterling Marlin, followed by Dale Jarrett, who's back in seventh. Rusty Wallace is eighth. Hot Strickland next back in line. Then the lap machine of Jimmy Spencer, who now feels some pressure on the outside. Mark Martin drifts up to the top of the banking, trying to get a move on Spencer. Can't get it done in the fourth quarter. And we're seeing all kinds of lines around this racetrack now. Some of the drivers running like Richard Petty used to, right out against the outside wall when they go through the corners. Other drivers hanging right down in the middle of the racetrack, and a few taking it in real low in the corner. We talked about Ernie Irvin and how he had fought his way to the front. You can't say enough either about Ward Burton. He started all the way back in 21st position, and he too has had to fight his way up there. They're over in turn two. Ward's got a strong car. That Pontiac really roaring coming up off turn number two, trying to chase down John Andretti. Looked for a while like he maybe could catch him and make a move. For now, he settles in about a car length and a half behind him. First side-by-side battle in line for position for seventh. Dale Jarrett takes it away from Rusty Wallace, who's now bypassed by Spencer's lap car. Rusty Wallace dives to the inside of the racetrack. Now he feels the heat on the outside. Mark Martin takes that high line once again. He'll flank him as he comes off turn four. Challenge and change for the fourth position. Ernie Irvin down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. He'll get that position off of turn number four. Put Irvin up to fourth. Waltrip back to fifth. Schrader is in sixth behind him. The race from seventh on back behind the lap car of Jimmy Spencer. Dale Jarrett feeling pressure from Rusty Wallace. Rusty sees an opening down on the inside of Dale coming into turn number one. He'll take it. Stepping down to the inside lane. Rusty he slides by, grabs the spot, closer to the front. Ernie Irvin makes a run at Dale Earnhardt off turn two. Here's Ernie Irvin's Ford down to the inside on the back stretch, trying to take third from Dale Earnhardt. They ride side by side all the way back off into the corner. Michael Waltrip trying to give some help to Ernie Irvin, dives down to the inside of the racetrack, and Ken Schrader likewise goes up to the top of the banking with Earnhardt. He'll get by, and now side by side with Earnhardt is Waltrip. Waltrip has a good race car as he's been able to work his way up in that high line. Michael's one of those cars we talked about that's been running right out against the wall and it's been working for him. Earnhardt takes the high road around this time as they work into the dog leg. He's going to move around. Michael Waltrip back in turn number one. It'll put us eight laps away from the halfway point. They're back in one. John Andretti shows the way, coming back to the turn again. The shuffle's going on from about the third spot on back. Earnhardt climbing the banking way to the top side. Opens up the inside lane for Ken Schrader. He races alongside Michael Waltrip. That's the way they head down the back stretch to turn three. Ken Schrader picks up a position. He now moves into fifth, bypassing Michael Waltrip as they work their way off the end of the back stretch. Michael Waltrip loses another position, but just in line. Jimmy Spencer's lap machine moves down to the inside. They'll stay side by side. Now Ken Schrader will challenge Dale Earnhardt for fourth off the turn. Closing in on the halfway point of the race, when we get to lap 80, the eligible leader at that point will collect $10,000 from Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. It's called the Gatorade Front Runner Award, passed out at every NASCAR Winston Cup Series event. John Andretti looking in pretty good shape to take that money based on what we've seen the last stretch of the race, but he's still got company in one. And he's going to have some more company now, closing in on a couple of lapped cars. Wally Dollenbach just ahead, also Steve Grissom. Here's Dollenbach going wide. Leaders make their move by him. Now they go to the outside to get by Grissom. Andretti trying to snake his way through the slower traffic. First he goes to the outside of Grissom. 
then he backs away, goes inside. Now one more time, Andretti is up high. The whole lead draft slithering their way past the lap cars as one goes to the top of the banking, one goes to the bottom of the banking. Andretti clears him no problem as he exits turn four. John may have been, may have the only race car that we've watched all afternoon that hasn't buried his line whatsoever. He seems to prefer to run right through the middle of the corner. That's where the car works best. And with the kind of engine he's got in that car this afternoon, he's led just about every lap of this thing. The stripe, John Andretti completes lap 77 of 163 laps from halfway. Can he hold off Ward Burton and collect the $10,000 halfway bonus from Gatorade? The field is in one. Single file coming into turn one. Now entering turn number two. Andretti, Ward Burton, and Ernie Irvin, the front three, right down at the bottom of the track. Earnhardt, the fourth place man, takes the highway through turn two and onto the back straightaway. Ken Schrader in fifth, right behind Earnhardt, almost made a move to his inside. Now gets back up into line behind him as the leaders now go single file. Question is, will Ernie Irvin and Ward Burton hook up and try to bypass the leader? John Andretti is so strong at the bottom of the racetrack, just doesn't even open up half a lane. He'll lead him off turn four back to the strike. If anybody's going to get around him, he's going to have to have an awful lot of drafting help because John has proven a couple of times when they tried to get around him on the outside that even out front all by himself when they took the line away down at the bottom of the racetrack and nobody was drafting with him, he could still lead this race. A couple of laps away from the halfway point now, John Andretti goes back to one. Everybody single file coming back into the turn once again. Here's Earnhardt taking the high lane way up close to the outside retaining wall. Front three make their way. Here's the fifth place man now coming to work. Ken Schrader dives to the inside of Earnhardt, races side by side with him. John Andretti, the race leader, meanwhile, closing in quickly on the slower car of Bill Elliott, about to catch him as they go back into the corner. John Andretti making his plans on how to get by Elliott's machine now as everybody looms behind. Ward Burton only about two car lengths in arrears. He'll have to make the move down the short straightaway as they head back to start finish. Leaders move to the outside of Bill Elliott to put him another lap down. Elliott's motor sounding a little bit sick. Dropped the cylinder a little while ago. He led the race a little bit earlier on. Across the start finish line, 79 laps complete. Wally Dallin back goes behind the wall. The leaders head for one, one lap away from halfway. John Andretti charges back into turn number one, still holding off Ward Burton and a fast closing Ernie Irvin. Irvin, the one making up some ground now for the third spot. All three cars nose to tail. This time, though, as they make their way off turn two and hit the back stretch. Everyone going single file down the back straightaway. No one steps out of line to make a pass through the top ten as John Andretti leads Ward Burton to turn three. Andretti making a dash for some fast cash at the start-finish line. Ward Burton draws near about one car length off his back bumper, but he can't get to the inside. Andretti leads off turn four. John Andretti comes off turn number four, heads down to the start-finish line. He'll lead at the halfway point and collect the Gatorade money of $10,000 as the front-runner award here at the halfway point in the Pepsi 400. Just looks like nobody out there has got enough to even take a shot at him as they go back into turn number one. Well, the big fear, Barney, of course, is if they step out of line and try to take a shot at him, it's liable to cost them in the form of maybe five, six, maybe even more positions because everybody stacked up nose to tail. Off the corner again, single file, and dreading at the head of the pack. One driver who lost a position or two a moment ago, Ken Schrader. He had been challenging Dale Earnhardt for fourth. Now Michael Waltrip has bypassed Ken Schrader for fifth. Front six cars, all single file. They'll shuffle down the long back. Back straightaway and hit the 31-degree banking of turn number three. Ken Schrader has been taking an awfully high line, probably higher than anybody else at this juncture, and he gets a challenge from Rusty Wallace as he does so. Rusty will fall back in line behind Schrader off the corner. He's not the only one taking a high line. In fact, about two-thirds of the speedway up there scraping the outside wall. There is a broken 
white line about a lane down from the outside wall here at Daytona, and I don't recall seeing so many cars all the way up above that broken white line in both ends of the speedway uh, this early in a race, as uh, we are seeing today in quite some time. Very seldom see it any time, really, in past years here. As we said, Richard Petty used to prefer to run right against the wall. Harry Gant was another driver that liked to run right out there against the wall. But today, within about 20 laps, we saw half the field that was looked like maybe a half a car length off that wall. And, Fred, it looks like they get really close to it every time they come through up there where you are in four. Yeah, Ken Schrader's been taking one of the highest lines, I should say, down here in the fourth corner. Also, earlier today, Jeff Gordon was taking that high line, as he does just now, coming off turn number four. And sometimes, Barney, it looks like they're just inches off that wall as they rumble and sway back and forth off turn number four. Jeff Gordon's not running all that well. He was up there fighting it out for the lead earlier in the race. Right now, he's back in the 18th position. Jim Phillips has gone to the DuPont team's pit. Jim, what's wrong? Well, I'm going to ask Ray Everham. Ray, you're back at 18. What's wrong? I don't know. I wish I knew. Um, we got a little bit loose, but it just keeps getting shuffled out. You don't have to get shuffled out much. Uh, we're just trying to get the car a little better for him and hopefully get in the right uh, position. But we're certainly not running as good as we expected. But that's the way it goes some days. Well, Panic's not sitting down here, but they're really disappointed. I expect uh, them to pit at about uh, four more laps. The whole key in this thing, Alan, is what many of the drivers told our, our guys down on pit road in the beginning. That car needs to handle at Daytona. At Talladega, it's important, but not nearly as important as it is here at Daytona. If that car, you can't drive it through the corners, any time you kick up in the corner, somebody's going to drive underneath you, and that's exactly what's happening at this point. We set the field for you quickly now, just past halfway before the green flag pit stops begin. John Andretti, the leader, Ward Burton second, Ernie Irvin third, Dale Earnhardt fourth, and Michael Waltrip fifth. Rusty Wallace is up to sixth. Ken Schrader has just fallen back to seventh. You've got Hutt Strickland having a good run today in the eighth spot. Dale Jarrett is ninth. Mark Martin is tenth. Jeff Burton's up to eleventh. Derek Cope, twelfth. Dick Trickle, thirteenth. Ricky Rudd, fourteenth. And fifteenth is Terry the Body. Jeremy Mayfield is sixteenth. Kenny Wallace, seventeenth. Jeff Gordon, eighteenth. 19th is Bobby Hamilton. Kyle Petty would be 20th. 21st is Johnny Benson. Ted Musgrave, 22nd. Bobby Labonte, 23rd. Lake Speed, 24th. And 25th is Joan Emacek. 26th position is Brett Bodine. Robbie Gordon is 27th. Morgan Shepard, 28th. David Green, 29th. Dave Marcus is 30th. Darrell Waltrip, 31st. And Jerry Nadeau, the last car on the lead lap in 32nd position. Jimmy Spencer and Sterling Marlin are one lap down in 33rd and 34th. Rick Mast has just made a green flag pit stop. He is 35th. Bill Elliott is 36th. Ricky Craven, 37th. Steve Grissom, 38th. Wally Dallenback, Mike Skinner, Billy Standridge, and Chad Little are all behind the wall at this point in the event. Only one caution has slowed the race. We have had some six lead changes among five drivers, but that's a little deceiving. John Andretti has been the man who has led almost every lap of this Pepsi 400. And this mid-race update has been brought to you by First Brands Corporation, makers of STP Super Concentration fuel injector cleaner and STP complete fuel system cleaner. Well, they've just put 84, let's make that 85 laps on the scoreboard here in the Pepsi 400. A couple of more pit stops. Jerry Nadeau is on pit road. Uh, Dave Marcus also comes in. These would likely be scheduled pit stops. And Jim Phillips, what are we looking at for the next round of pit stops here? Marty, I think uh, these cars could go uh, 54, 55 laps if they want to. Uh, maybe some could go more than that, but uh, uh, I expect, like Gordon, on this uh, particular uh, set of pit stops to go to 55 laps before they come in because 
Well, they've got some chassis adjustments to do, and they want to wait and see maybe if they can get a caution. And, guys, the crew for John Andretti has been up on the wall for a lap or two. We talked to Tony Furr, the crew chief, just a moment ago. They've been trying to work with some of the teams to get somebody to pit with them. They've been having their spotter check to see if somebody's ready to come down pit road. Leading is hurting their gas mileage, so they need somebody to come in with them so they'll have somebody with which to draft when they go back out. So it should be any time now to see John Andretti, the leader on pit road. Here's Next Hutch. time. Here's Hutch Strickland dropping off the racetrack. Had been running up in the lead group. He will come down pit road by himself. That will hurt. John Andretti has given up the lead to come to pit road. Down to cover his stop. The crew working on the left side of the car. The jack is already down. They're putting in as much gas as they can. 19.78 seconds. The stop for John Andretti. Jeff Gordon in front of Jim Phillips. And it's going to be a drag race out of the pits, but Andretti's going to win it. Jeff Gordon got four Goodyear Eagles. He got a chassis adjustment. They pull one piece of tape off of the front wheel section. So Gordon is back on the racetrack with 40 tires and 76 racing fuel. The big drag race to get going in a hurry was because the field was bearing down, about to put him a lap down over in turn number two. Here they come down to the top side of the banking as Gordon tries to come up to speed. Not fast enough, though. Ward Burton, the rest of the field, thunders on by Jeff Gordon. So John Andretti and Jeff Gordon make the move to pit road together. Ward Burton takes over the lead. Expect everybody else to be in in the next couple of laps. Dale Earnhardt just took the lead away from Ward Burton in the Pepsi 400. Now John Andretti coming off pit road is about to get unlapped on Earnhardt. More stops continuing for some drivers. Dick Trickle, Derek Cope, Bobby Hamilton, Brett Bodine, and Morgan Shepard have been in. Here come Johnny Benson. Ricky Craven and Lake Speed along with Kyle Petty. Let's follow the race for the lead though off turn number two and headed on to the back straightaway. Race leaders now working the midpoint of the backstretch. John Andretti had dove down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt's car. Now Earnhardt has the race lead still. Michael Waltrip rides in second. Waltrip hanging about two car lengths off Earnhardt's back bumper. Sterling Marlin still trying to get that lap back. Dives down to the inside. Tries to get alongside Waltrip. Can't get it done there as they race off four. I think John just wanted to show everybody exactly how strong that car is the way he drove around Dale Earnhardt a moment ago. Now we're seeing some more cars come out of the throttle. Dale Jarrett dives on the pit road. Mark Martin will come in right behind him as these are scheduled pit stops. Bobby Labonte bringing his machine to the attention of his pit crew also. Ted Musgrave drives his car onto pit road. Let's cover some of those stops. Winston Kelly. Well, they come very easily down pit road. All of them come to a stop in front of their pit crews, also in front of our Jim Phillips. Here's Bobby Labonte in smoothly in the Pontiac. The hood is up on Bill Elliott's car. He just pitted. They're working underneath to try to find the miss of that engine. Mark Martin is in. Right side tires are going on. Right behind him is Ted Musgrave and Dale Jarrett. They're on the left side of these Fords, changing all four Goodyear Eagles and units, uh, 76 racing fuel as Elliott now leaves the pit area with the hood down. I believe Ricky Rudd and Mark Martin might have gotten together a minute ago. Rudd was right behind Martin when Mark came out of the throttle off turn four to go to pit road. Rudd, it looked like, might have gotten into him enough to push a fender in on a tire. Cost Ricky a lot of time on the racetrack. Pick up on that in a moment. First, more of the leaders in for stops. Michael Waltrip, Ken Schrader, Rusty Wallace in along with the lap cars of Jimmy Spencer and Sterling Marlin. Let's follow Michael Waltrip stop in front of Jim Phillips. Well, I'll tell you, these guys have done a great job today in the pits. Uh, they got him out first last time. Now, this time, they're going to make a chassis adjustment on his Ford. They're changing the right side tires, and let's see how they're going to go with the chassis adjustment. One round of red wedge is going out, so maybe his car a little bit tight. That's what they reported earlier. Rusty Wallace's crew is on the left side of his Ford, changing the Goodyear Eagles on that car. 17.8. 
of the Wood Brothers stop that on the Winston Killer. The Skull Crew just under 20 seconds as they get four tires in gasoline. The car lap down of Jimmy Spencer. One of the tires from Rusty Wallace's car gets away. It's laying out on the grassy area on the other side of Pitt Road. All these cars getting four tires in gasoline. Now Ward Burton decides to give up his position on the racetrack. He was running in second place. We'll make that third a moment ago and dive onto Pitt Road as he gets service in front of his crew. Let's go back down to Jim Phillips. Wide side tires going on the Pontiac Barney and nobody today has gambled like we saw in the Daytona 500 with just putting on two tires. Everybody today because the track is so slick and is so hot, are putting on four tires. No chassis adjustment on Ward Burton's car, who's went up to the top two for the last 20 or so laps. 19.4 on the stop, but he t- stalled the car out. Now it's on the way. Field coming off of turn number four now, watching for Dale Earnhardt. He will continue right on past the opening of Pit Road. What's happening now on the speedway is you've got a, a several cars who have already made their stops and are actually on the tail end of the lead lap or a lap down, running in and among the leaders in the same pack who haven't yet come to Pit Road. You've got Dale Earnhardt, Ernie Irvin, Jeff Burton, Ricky Rudd, those drivers having not yet made a pit stop, all in the lead group, along with the cars of John Andretti and Michael Waltrip and Ken Schrader and Jeff Gordon and uh, some of the others like Rusty Wallace who already have come down Pit Road. So still a big-looking lead pack, but some of them just not on the same lap with the race leader and some still needing to visit Pit Road in the next few laps. Earnhardt, the leader, will be one of those that needs to visit Pit Road. We're watching him to see if he stays out on the racetrack, and he's going to make another lap around. Won't dive into the pits this time. Ernie Irvin, however, will as he comes off the banking up in turn number four. Ricky Rudd gets on the binders, and we see a lot of smoke come out of his car. As you talked about a moment ago, he might have had that little problem up there. And Jeff Burton will come in also. These will be a couple of the front two cars. Ernie Irvin moves into his pit. Jeff Burton moves on down to his pit. Winston Kelly. Well, Ernie Irvin's crew working on the right side of that four. John Bryan has the car cranked up. Norman Koshimisho putting in the gasoline. Joey Knuckles now wheels around to the left side of the car. Don't see any visible chassis adjustments on Ernie Irvin's car. A four-tire and gasoline stop. Jim Phillips. Ricky Rudd is in. So is Jeff Burton. They're working on the left side of these two Fords. The second can of 76 fuel is going in. Both work is the work is complete on both. They're back on the speedway. Update on Bill Elliott. It was definitely a plug wire that caused the engine to miss on the Elliott car. He's back running to speed now. But unfortunately for Bill Elliott, he is two laps down to the race leaders. Dale Earnhardt is still the man out in front of the Pepsi 400. So when will Dale Earnhardt come down pit road? Here he is in a big pack of cars off of turn number four. Didn't really have the option of getting to the pits last time. He was in the outside lane with traffic underneath him. Now Earnhardt will come down pit road. Be lap number 97 for his stop as Earnhardt works his way down all the way toward the turn one end of pit road and the attention of his crew. Pretty good knot of cars all going at it for position up in turn one, but let's cover the stop for the race leader now at lap 97. Dale's crew goes to work on the right side of the car. Mike Moore cranks it up. Mark Armstrong and Jimmy Elledge changing the right side tires. Danny Chocolate Myers has the first can of 76 racing gasoline in. It'll be a four-tire stop. Now, the thing on Earnhardt's team, they told us they could go 60, maybe 61 laps. This is lap 63. 
They could go all the way. They've gone as he's down and away, 20.72 seconds. The car bogs down just a bit, and he pulls away. He went 63 laps from lap 34 until now, 63 more laps to the end of the race. That could be a story. Well, there were several teams that told me this morning they could go 60 laps or more, and Earnhardt had just proven that they were telling the truth. So if the race does not see yet another caution, Dale Earnhardt could just have put himself in great position to win the Pepsi 400. After Michael Waltrip led for a lap, John Andretti has moved back out in front of the Pepsi 400 just past the halfway point of the race. Motor Racing Network live in Daytona Beach, Florida with coverage of the 16th event of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. Just joining us, John Andretti has dominated the race through the day. We shuffled up the top spot through a series of green flag pit stops, but now as it all works out, it is Andretti back out in front of Rusty Wallace, who is second, Michael Waltrip, who's third, Mark Martin now up to fourth position, and fifth would be Jeff Gordon. Ward Burton is sixth, Ken Schrader seventh, Ernie Irvin eighth, Dale Jarrett ninth, and Derek Cope would be in the tenth position. Kyle Petty, who led a little while ago, is shuffled back to the eleventh spot now, with Terry Labonte twelfth, Bobby Hamilton thirteenth, Ricky Rudd fourteenth, and Jeff Burton fifteenth. Sixteenth is Dick Trickle, Johnny Benson is seventeenth, eighteenth is Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte is nineteenth, and Ted Musgrave is twentieth. You've got Lake Speed in twenty-first, Joni Macek twenty-second, Kenny Wallace twenty-third, Hunt Strickland twenty-fourth, and Morgan Shepard twenty-fifth. Continuing with the lead lap, twenty-sixth is Brett Bodine, David Green in twenty-seventh, Robbie Gordon twenty-eighth, Jeremy Mayfield twenty-ninth, and Rick Mast in thirtieth, with Jerry Nadeau, Darrell Waltrip, and Dave Marcus in thirty-first, second, and third, rounding out those machines that are on the lead lap. Now let's back up to the Dale Earnhardt story there a minute ago. He's in sixteenth position right now. Winston Kelly told us uh, a little while ago it does appear that Earnhardt is in position to go the rest of the way without another stop on pit road. If the race were to go green to the finish, Winston, let's double check on that story again. Well, Larry McReynolds making some notes here on the board. He just talked to the gas man, Danny Chocolate Myers, and Danny said he did get all the fuel in. He's doing a little bit of calculation. We see a 97 plus 63 equals 160. See if we can ease in here. Larry, looks like you cut it right at halfway. You don't ever think of Dale Earnhardt as a gas mileage type driver, but it looks like you guys have the gas mileage today. Well, you know, Again, we had three cautions in that run a while ago, and that's something we got to think about. Plus, our pace is pretty fast right now running these cars down, but we got to get back up close to the front. He gets somewhere near it. We'll start hammering on him about conserving fuel. You know, uh, Spinny and Danny and all those guys in the engine shop have worked hard on good horsepower with the restrictor plates, plus fuel mileage, too. And, uh, you know, we got a long way to go here. It's hard to believe this thing go green the rest of the way, but very well could be. So that's the reason you got to start thinking fuel mileage just after the race starts. So it's not a done deal. It's not a done deal that you can go all the way yet. It, it looks like we can, but, again, the pace is pretty fast right now with us catching that pack in front. So uh, just have to see. That's the word from Larry McReynolds. But they did get all the fuel in, so if it goes green, look for them to roll the dice. Well, that's another thing in their favor at this stage of the race. But as Larry McReynolds said, anything could happen between now and the end. The likelihood of it staying green is a 50-50 possibility. But the way they've been racing, I don't know. We've only had one caution flag. I think Larry meant that three caution laps that they run a moment ago out there has really cut down on the fuel or really increased the fuel mileage but not running at full song. At the front of the field, two-car breakaway right now. John Andretti and Rusty Wallace open up a little daylight. The scramble's going to be for third place, and that's a good one heading for turn 
three. That's a side-by-side -side battle for third. That's where Mark Martin is on the move up to the outside of Michael Waltrip. Bill Elliott's car could be the spoiler there. He'll go with Martin to the top of the banking. Elliott's lap machine giving some drafting help there. Down on the inside, Waltrip is all by himself, but he'll stay dead even with Martin off turn four. Racing for the third position now, and they're double wide from third on back five rows more deep. Another ten cars, a couple of lap machines in that group. Bill Elliott and Jimmy Spencer, the rest of them are racing for position. While we have a minute, Pete DeLevy, president of the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce, has stepped into our broadcast booth here at Daytona. Kansas City, you ask, with good reason. The International Speedway Corporation, the owners of the Daytona Speedway, I understand looking in your area for a place to build a super speedway. Right, we have a couple of great sites for a speedway, and we'd love to see all of you in Kansas City real soon. Your impressions of uh, racing here at Daytona and well, NASCAR racing in this general. This is my first uh, NASCAR race, and this is absolutely awesome. What a great thrill to be down there on the track and to watch the cars go by and see the great skill and tremendous power of uh, these automobiles and the wonderful drivers. We're really looking forward to having you all in Kansas City. May interrupt you just for a moment there, Mr. Levy. We have caution on the speedway. A car is in the wall in turn four. Ken Trader had been running that high line. This time it went just a little bit too high, Alan. He scrubbed the wall. There is an extensive damage, but certainly the right front fender is pushed down on the tire. Smoke boiling off the tires now as he slows and heads for pit road. Second caution of the afternoon. It came out on lap 107. Kenny Schrader brings it off the wall. No contact with anybody else. You can see a little smoke coming from the car, but he will be able to drive it into the pits, and this will put us under caution at lap 107. Mr. Levy, the reaction of the people of Kansas City to the prospect of a major racetrack being built there? Well, we have about 12 people who are here from Kansas City who are a member of a Green Flag Task Force, and our mission is to try to do all we can to see a track like this built in the Kansas City area, and I think every one of them has, have been impressed with the quality of the people, the quality of the track, the quality of the community. It's just been wonderful. Pete Levy, the president of the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for coming by. Sure. We look forward to being in your city. Well, we Hopefully look forward soon. to having you. Thank you very much. Look forward to the possibility of a new speedway in Kansas City as NASCAR racing continues its boom and expansion. Not only should there be some good racing up there, some pretty good eating in that Kansas That's City what I hear. Absolutely. That is exactly what I hear. Caution for the second time in the Pepsi 400. After Ken Schrader slipped up into the outside wall in turn four, Schrader has just visited pit road. He is about to leave now. We'll get an update there in a moment. Billy Standridge has just come back from the garage area and rejoined the race after being behind the wall since uh, a very early uh, incident in the event back at lap number 32. And now uh, Standridge coming back into the race uh, after starting the, uh, the event up in the seventh position, and the field has not yet come behind the pace car, so pit road still closed. We'll take a break, come back, see who dives for pit lane and tries to top off the tank. I suspect most everyone, as we're now within 52 laps of the finish of today's race. Waiting for the field to come past pit road, now behind the Pontiac Grand Prix pace car. See who will dive in and get service at what will be lap 109. Expect it'll be everybody, uh, that especially anybody that was questionable on going the distance on fuel. Uh, in fact, here comes John Andretti, the race leader, Rusty Wallace, Michael Waltrip, Mark Martin. Looks like everybody's headed for pit road. Where's Dale Earnhardt in that line? He's headed for pit road also, so everybody on the lead lap for stops now. Lap 109, putting us within shouting distance of the finish. They'll definitely be able to go the way on this tank of fuel. Cover pit stops first with Winston Kelly. The leader, John Andretti, on pit road. The crew hard around to the right side. The car pumped up. Here comes Dale Earnhardt, Johnny Benson, Ernie Irvin on pit road. Further down, Bobby Hamilton, Kenny Wallace. All these car tires, cars getting four tires in gasoline. Derek Cope down and away very quickly. Probably just two tires. Jim Phillips. Mark Martin, the quickest on this end. Winston behind him. Ward Burton. And also Michael Walter, Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon is in, Ted Muscring, Rusty Wallace, Jody Lecheck, 
Ricky Rudd is blocked into his pitch. Now he has to back up behind Nemechek. And now he's on the speedway. Back to Marty Snyder. Terry Labonte in 20 second, seconds on his stop. They have been trying to loosen that car up all afternoon. 27 seconds on that stop. He hit a tire of Lake Speeds that was in the way as he left pit road. Everybody, four tires and gasoline down here. So everybody should be set to go the distance now for sure. No fuel problems, no tire problem as we are pitting at lap 109. And just a moment ago, as you said, Mark Martin won the race off pit road. Ward Burton came out right behind him. And we'll double check back in just a moment. Find out if Mark, Ward, Jeff Burton, Derek Cope, the first four, if they got two tires or four as teams play out strategy on what should be the final stop on pit road during this race. Back at Daytona, working the second caution of the Pepsi 400 after Ken Schrader. Slipped up into the outside wall in the middle of turn four. Schrader has continued on the speedway, but at this point has lost one lap to the race leaders and is back in 32nd position. Stops again for some of those no longer on the lead lap as uh, a little playing of pit strategy has come to bear under this round of caution flag service. Let us recap who did what along pit road. First with Jim Phillips. Well, there was a lot of different strategy down here. Uh, uh, Mark Martin took two tires. So did Ward Burton. But Buddy Perry and Jeff Burton, Buddy, you didn't take any tires. No, why, we didn't. Why? Oh, we couldn't afford them. <laughs> no, I tell you what, we uh, we stayed out that last stop. We stayed out and we stretched our gas and our fuel mileage, and it paid off because you know these other guys had any, anywhere from eight to eight to ten laps more on their tires. So uh, maybe it'll work out for us. Okay, that's Buddy Perry. Uh, the other guys down here, everybody took four except uh, those three cars on this end. Weston Kelly. Uh, the leading contenders here of the midsection of pit road all got four tires in gasoline, with the exception of Derek Cope, Dale Earnhardt, John Andretti, Johnny Benson, Ernie Irvin. All of them got four tires in gasoline. See if we can step over here and get a comment from Tony Furr. Tony, you guys have had the strongest car virtually all day long. That stopped not as quick as some of the others. Have you got enough to get back to the front? We got the car to win the race. It's our race right now. Uh, this caution right here helped us. Leading the race, you know, sucks a little more gas. So that's why, why we had to pit a little bit sooner than some of the other guys. But now everything's played in our hand, and this is our race to win, and ain't nobody taking it from us. That's the word from Tony Furr. He's very confident the RCA team can take it to victory lane. Well, they'll be starting back in 10th position, so he's got a ways to go. But as impressive as that car has been all day, I wouldn't bet against him. And a very quick update from the other end of pit road and Marty Snyder. Well, everybody down here with four tires as well. And uh, Terry Labonte did hit, hit Lake Speed's tire. They are still checking to see if there's any damage on his front grill section. They had tape out, ready to go, in case they needed to make a patch on his front grill. But it appears that Terry Labonte's car is fine. He was running in the top ten. They think they have a car that can finish in the top five. They were worried that there might be a hole in the front grill section, but everything looks fine right now. Darrell Waltrip gives up the lead to make his pit stop as the field gets the signal. One more lap we go racing, so Mark Martin is now the man out in front. Later today, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series in action at the Milwaukee Mile in Wisconsin. Live coverage of the Sears Die Hard 200 at 1.30 Eastern Time on the NASCAR Truck Network, a division of MRN Radio. Jack Sprague, Rich Bickle, Jay Sauter, Mike Wallace, and Ron Hornaday, the top five in qualifying for that event. Tomorrow, Motor Racing Network with the Sears Auto Center's 250 for the NASCAR Bush Series from Milwaukee, 1245 Eastern Time. Our broadcast hope that you will tune us in tomorrow afternoon as we come to you from Wisconsin. And later in today's broadcast, Barney and I to pick the Ray Bestest break of the race. Award winner, the NASCAR driver with the biggest break, good or bad, during today's Pepsi 400. We'll see a $500 donation made on their behalf to Racing for Kids magazine to promote education and reading. Ray Bestest breaks are the official breaks of NASCAR. 
Well, 111 laps are complete. We're just looking at the scoring monitor here to see how many cars are still on the lead lap, and I believe they're showing, what, 33? 33 cars. Kyle Petty would be the last of them. Had 28 finished on the lead lap in this thing last July, so you can get an idea of just how competitive the Pepsi race is here at Daytona in July. Getting ready to go back to restart. Mark Martin will be your leader. Ward Burton sits second. Now up into third goes Jeff Burton. Fourth is Derek Cope. Fifth rides Rusty Wallace. Ted Musgrave will be lining up sixth for that restart. Seventh, Michael Waltrip. Eighth will be Ernie Irvin. John Andretti now being shown up in ninth position when Darrell Waltrip made his pit stop a moment ago. He has now moved up to ninth, so he's got eight spots to go to get himself back up there and win, assuming this race stays under green. Back in tenth place is Dale Jarrett, followed by Bobby Hamilton, Dale Earnhardt, Lake Speed, Ricky Rudd, and Terry Labonte, your top 15. That would be the farthest back John Andretti has been in traffic all day long since the drop of the green flag, that ninth position on this restart. Here we go. Green is in the air now. Mark Martin with the lap car of Jimmy Spencer to his inside. Then the Burton brothers, Ward and Jeff, behind him along with Derek Culp, Rusty Wallace, Ted Musgrave, Michael Waltrip, Ernie Irvin, and then the dominant car in the event, John Andretti. Field heads back for one. Mark gets a real good jump, heading off into turn number one. Couple of car lengths now over Ward Burton, who's struggling along with Jimmy Spencer, who's trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. Here they come side by side from the second spot on back. You got Jeff Burton riding in the third position. He too racing alongside the lap car. He's got Sterling Marlin to his inside. Ward Burton still trying to get up to speed in the second position. He still has Spencer's lap car down to his inside. Now here's Jeff Burton moving up behind his brother. Winding it back up to 190 miles an hour. They'll climb the banking of turn number three. Still double wide with the lap cars on the inside. Lead lap cars on the outside as Mark Martin moves out to a two car length advantage off turn four. Takes about a full lap or better to get them wound back up with restrictor plate racing before you've really got the engine pulling like it needs to. Mark Martin out front all by himself. Now Jimmy Spencer and Sterling Marlin link up, tuck in right behind him. Those are a couple of the cars that are a lap down. Sterling took a look, has thoughts of getting himself back on the tail end of the lead lap in turn two. Sterling comes into the corner, takes the high side of the racetrack, looks around to the outside of Mark Martin, can't make it happen there. He'll fall back in behind Mark, lead the way down the back stretch, and look for an opportunity to move down low. One driver breaking out of line. Further back is Rusty Wallace down to the inside. Wallace three wide on the back stretch back in the fifth position. Making a move for fifth at the bottom of the racetrack. Derek Cope up high. They'll go side by side. The lap machine of Jimmy Spencer shuts down the inside advance. Spencer slips up the banking. Here comes Wallace to the inside. Boy, close call off turn number four. They are three wide, about four rows deep as they come to the tri-oval. Jimmy Spencer, Rusty Wallace, Derek Cope there. Now they shake it out double wide behind them. John Andretti all the way on the apron, trying to get under Ernie Irvin, who puts the block on him there, back for about eighth. Bill Elliott in the middle of that pack as it comes storming back into the corner, and Elliott goes completely to the back of that pack as everybody passes him on the outside and the inside. Up front, Mark Martin shows the way. Sterling Marlin's lap car behind, in second place, Ward Burton. Rusty Wallace, meanwhile, has gone from fifth to fourth up to third, but he's got Michael Waltrip in tow just behind him. Also, Derek Cope on the outside, trying to slip around the outside of Jimmy Spencer down the back straightaway. Now Cope goes up to the top of the banking, trying to make a move there. Can't get by. Still double wide. Third back in line as Rusty Wallace moves inside the lap car of Jimmy Spencer. Been watching that three wide racing coming into the dogleg every time around and expecting something to happen, but so far they've dodged the big bullet. John Andretti trying to move his way toward the front. The dominant driver of this event came off pit road ninth because some others played some strategy in front of him. Made a breathtaking move a little while ago to get up to fifth position on the back straightaway. He was running back behind Derek 
Cope, and also back behind Rusty Wallace. Andretti was. He went down to the bottom lane of the backstretch onto the grassy apron with the left side tires and moved by from seventh into fifth. Tell you what, it's unreal watching this three wide racing. Just just about the time they pass the start finish line, they took out three wide, and a couple of times we've seen them go four wide going off into turn number one. It's almost like you got four cars trying to run into a funnel right there when it yeah. narrows down. It's just something of the break off the trioval where the track straightens out. Some cars have been able to cut hard left there, like Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt, they've done it fairly regularly all day. In fact, that's the hot spot on the racetrack right now as Gordon and Earnhardt, along with Dale Jarrett, try and work their way up and keep the lead draft from getting away. Need to cover a story down on pit road under the last set of caution flag pit stops with Winston Kelly. Yes, one of uh, Johnny Benson's crew members pitted in pit 18, got clipped by Kenny Wallace, who's pitted in pit 17 just in front of him. It's Gary Leffler, the jack man. He's got some lacerations on his right foot. They've taken him to the infield care center to do some x-rays, see if he does have any broken bones or not. But he uh, is completely alert, talking to everybody, has his right foot wrapped up, and he's gone to the infield care center. That's Gary Leffler, the jack man. 300 miles have now been completed in the Pepsi 400. Mark Martin is the race leader. He has the lap car of Sterling Marlin behind him, then second place Ward Burton, a lap car of Jimmy Spencer, then third, fourth, and fifth, Michael Waltrip, Ernie Irvin, and John Andretti. About a half a second of empty racetrack. Back to two cars in line, Dale Jarrett and Jeff Gordon in sixth and seventh. Another half a second of racetrack. Back to a whole swarm of machines. Ted Musgrave there in eighth position heading up that line. You've got Dale Earnhardt ninth, Kyle Petty tenth, 11th is Derek Culp. Terry Labonte is 12th. Jeff Burton is 13th. Rusty Wallace is 14th. Bobby Hamilton is 15th. That's the way they move back to one. Those cars racing side by side. Back in the pack. Closer to the front. Here's Michael Walter. Now the third place man. Digging down to the inside of the track. He'll pass the lap car to Jimmy Spencer. Now they go three wide as Andretti and Irvin get into it. Here's John Andretti in fifth position in the running order. Goes three wide inside of Irvin and the lap car of Jimmy Spencer. John Andretti is now fourth. Andretti saw the lane open up and he makes it stick as he climbs the banking of turn number three. Andretti continuing to dive to the front now as he sits fourth on the racetrack off turn four. John was tenth until Darrell Walter pitted and that moved him up to ninth and now he's picked his way all the way back up to fourth position. He's still got plenty of time to get back up there and win this thing. Let's give a call to Michael Walter. He has hung in there exceptionally good all day long. He's had a good race car since they rolled off the truck here also. The Wood Brothers have had pretty good success here in the summer races at Daytona with their drivers over the years also. Michael doing a great Great job, but he's got his hands full now with Michael Andretti in two. He's in the third spot, and Andretti's doing all he can to try to get by. Swung to the outside off turn, saw he couldn't, uh, turn two, that is, saw he couldn't make it stick there, so now he peeps down to the inside of Michael. Andretti, John Andretti, riding in fourth in a gap of five car lengths, back to Ernie Urban in fifth. John Andretti trying to look for the inside lane to open up, but Michael Waltrip is good on the bottom of the racetrack. He sticks it down low. Andretti draws up on his rear deck lid as they race off the fourth turn, back to start finish. Closing in on those drivers rapidly from behind. Behind on the front four or five are another draft with Ernie Irvin, Dale Jarrett, and Jeff Gordon hooked up now. Here's Gordon to the inside of Dale Jarrett. This should be for the sixth position. Lap car, Jimmy Spencer going to try and push Gordon by to one. Spencer gives a little push. That's exactly what Gordon was looking for. He'll get by Dale Jarrett. Now Spencer goes after DJ. To the inside of the racetrack goes Spencer. His lap effort again, trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap alongside Dale Jarrett. And stacked up behind him is Kyle Petty and Dale Earnhardt. Jeff Gordon, meanwhile, 
Carlisle is up to sixth. Dale Jarrett seventh. Dale Earnhardt is eighth. And then Ted Musgrave rides in ninth. Jimmy Spencer had been so close to getting that lap back. He continues to backslide. He's lost four positions and now settles in line in front of Kyle Petty. Meanwhile, Daryl Jarrett slips up the banking. Dale Earnhardt takes a peek there. Nothing doing. He'll drop back in line. They can't afford to race too much door-to-door back from fifth place on because with the laps winding down in the front four, hooked up nose to tail, they're beginning to open up a little gap from Ernie Irvin on up to the front of the field. The only lap car that's in that five-car draft working into turn one is Sterling Marlin. He's still hanging in there, has thoughts of getting his lap back as he goes over to turn two. Just following the tire tracks of the race leader, Mark Martin for the time being. Sterling Marlin is tucked in line. Further back, here's Dale Jarrett going after Jeff Gordon. Gordon hits the wall, bounces off the wall off turn two, comes across the racetrack. Derek Coke nearly slams into him. Everybody hits the brakes, and Jeff Gordon spins down to the apron of the track on the back straightaway. Caution on the speedway for the third time in the Pepsi 400. The NASCAR Winston Cup championship leader is in trouble on the backstretch off of turn four. Here is Sterling Marlin going to try and get his lap back from race leader Mark Martin. They come down to the stripe and at the caution flag put Sterling Marlin, who has had so much success here at Daytona in the past, back into the thick of things. He's been a lap down since a flat tire at lap number eight. Now Marlin is back on the lead lap. The yellow when Jeff Gordon got in trouble off turn two. Back to Joe Moore. Gordon seemed to hesitate a little bit. Coming up off the corner, Dale Jarrett was right behind him. Saw he had slowed, so he jumped to the inside to pass. Just as he got up alongside Gordon, Gordon's right front touched the outside wall. Here is the exit of the corner. When it did, he tried to save the car, but it shot back across the racetrack. And a heck of a tip of the hat to uh, Derek Cope, who was coming along as a car was right in the middle of the racetrack. Cope made a great move to avoid slamming in and T-boning Jeff Gordon. Gordon continued to hang on to the car, although it hit the grass, spun around about three times. He's now refired it and driven away. Jeff Gordon is on the flat part of the racetrack, coming out of turn number four, limping onto pit road. We're taking a look at the car from our vantage point here in the tower. Don't see all that much sheet metal damage to the machine, at least on the right side of the car, as he is easing his way all the way down to his pit. And we'll follow his pit stop here as he works his way down toward Jim Phillips. Well, I think, Barney, at first... Ray Abraham and the crew had thought about bringing Jeff behind the wall. But it looks as though that there's not all that much damage to his Chevrolet. He's, he's in on the pit lane now. They're working on the right side, uh, and they're pulling the fenders away from the right front. So, indeed, he did make some contact with the wall. Yes, there is some damage to the right front corner. The uh, left front tire is flat. The car is still running. They come around the left side. They're going to change all four tires. But that looks like the major part of the damage to Gordon's car is the right front. Under the caution flag at the Daytona International Speedway, through the benefit of a video replay that we have been able to see, Jeff Gordon just went up the racetrack and got into the outside wall with the right front corner of his car from the looks of things and uh, was very fortunate that that didn't get a whole lot worse. He's still on the lead lap. Yeah, he's in pretty good shape. He's back on pit road again, and uh, they've made the four-tire change. Let's go back down to Jim Phillips see what they're doing this time, Jim. Well, they've got a pipe. They're trying to roll that fender away from the right front tire, Barney. And also, as I look down the right side of the car when he came in, the rear quarter panel, it has a little lip hanging out on the rear quarter panel that could cause some aerodynamic uh, problems for Gordon, a little bit anyway. But uh, they've got the fender cleared right now. Ray Abraham's still looking over the damage, and he's going to go back on the speedway. And again, Jeff Gordon staying on the lead lap at this point, though he has fallen all the way back to 34th position. Now, something to quickly update. The Gatorade Front Runner Award for the season is on the line today. $50,000 paid out to the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship leader at the conclusion of today's race. 
with Jeff Gordon has a 92-point lead on Mark Martin coming into the race. Right now, though, he is 34th, and Mark Martin is the race leader. So in addition to the win and a lot of valuable championship points, $50,000 in cash also may be at stake here, depending how far back Gordon can rally in the final moments of the race. Field going to get the signal one more lap, and we'll go back racing. Let's set the restart order for you quickly. Mark Martin, the leader. Ward Burton, second. Michael Waltrip, third. John Andretti, fourth. And Ernie Irvin, fifth. Sixth is Dale Jarrett. Dale Earnhardt is seventh. Ted Musgrave, eighth. Jeff Burton, ninth. And Terry Labonte, tenth. Bobby Hamilton's eleventh. Dick Trickle, twelfth. Rusty Wallace, thirteenth. Kenny Wallace, fourteenth. And Lake Speed, fifteenth. Kyle Petty is sixteenth. Jeremy Mayfield, seventeenth. Dave Marcus is eighteenth. Johnny Benson, nineteenth. And Daryl Waltrip, twentieth. Twenty-first is David Green. Robbie Gordon, 22nd, Hot Strickland, 23rd, 24th, Joni Macek and Bobby Labonte, 25th, Rick Mast is 26th, Derek Cope is 27th, after being fortunate to also avoid damage when he spun his car to miss Jeff Gordon. You've got uh, Brett Bodine in 28th, Jerry Nadeau in 29th, Morgan Shepard, 30th, Sterling Marlin, 31st, and uh, Ken Schrader showing in 32nd, Ricky Rudd, 33rd, and Jeff Gordon, 34th, and again, all of those drivers on the lead lap. A lap down in 35th, Jimmy Spencer, Bill Elliott, two laps down in 36th, Ricky Craven, several laps down, along with Steve Grissom and Wally Dallenbach. They are in 37th, 38th, and 39th. Billy Standridge, Mike Skinner, and Chad Little are out of the race. This mid-race update, sponsored by Sports Image. Race fans, Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt, ceiling fans are now available through Motorsports by Mail. These fans are beautifully crafted by Beverly Hills fans and would be a great addition to your home. For more information or to order, call Motorsports by Mail at 800 800- 338-6016. Well, we're getting down to it. 128 laps are on the scoreboard. That'll give us 32 laps to go. Really hard to tell who's going to win this thing. We talked a moment ago about John Andretti and how he has been able to come. He came from ninth position and worked his way back up there just before that caution flag came out. He was giving Michael Waltrip a fit also before it came out as they get ready to go back to a restart. Kurt Becker, you've had a chance out there all afternoon to take a look at him. Can he get up there? Last couple of laps, uh, Barney, before the last caution flag came out, he was on the march. In fact, it looked as though he could take his car inside or outside or wherever he had to, in of traffic or out of it. So, yes, it looks like it should be an interesting last 32 laps. He hasn't had to work traffic all day, Alan, for the most part. Uh, in, the, in the beginning, he's led most of this thing, so he hasn't had to really work any groove except where he wanted to go. Now he may be at the mercy of where the leader in the second and third place cars takes him. The pace car heads for pit road. Green flag is in the air. Restart with 31 laps to go in the Pepsi 400. And quickly on the break, Mark Martin tries to get away from Bill Elliott and Jimmy Spencer. Those are the lap cars down to the inside. John Andretti quickly puts a move on Michael Waltrip for third as they head to the corner. Here they come now, working the traffic, coming back into turn number one. Mark Martin shows the way. He's got the lap car of Bill Elliott behind him. Then Jimmy Spencer. Then here comes Andretti. He gets around. Michael Waltrip now goes after Ward Burton. This is the race for third, Andretti's going to win it off turn two. Ward Burton starts to flare out toward the inside of the track, now climbs up toward the high side of the racetrack. Further back, Michael Waltrip pops out a line. Now he rushes up alongside of Ward Burton. But Ward Burton gets a good run down the back straightaway, so Waltrip can't complete the pass there. He'll have to do it in turn four. He's down on the bottom of the racetrack. Burton is up high. Waltrip gets by. Now here comes Irvin to the inside. And while all that scrambling's going on back there from third place on back at the front of the field, there's a couple of lap cars between the leader 
Carpenter and the second place car. John Andretti's going to have to figure out which way he needs to go to get back up there and take a shot at Mark Martin. They all go down to turn one. And both those lap cars ahead of John Andretti are pretty good cars, although they are down a lap. Here's Andretti going to work. He's going to make it three wide in turn number two. All the way to the bottom of the racetrack by Bill Elliott and Jimmy Spencer. Andretti now with Mark Martin in sight. Here's Andretti. He squeezes back up in front of the lapped cars. Now sets his sights on Mark Martin's Ford. Two to three car lengths between them as they ride back to the corner. John Andretti quickly cutting the distance down as he shoots down the back straightaway and up the banking of turn number three. Glues it to the bottom of the racetrack. Now Mark Martin only with a one car length advantage off turn four. Some gutsy moves by John Andretti. Now going after the race lead. Looks to the inside of Mark Martin. Mark moves all the way to the apron to block. Some furious racing going on a little bit behind him, but let's follow the leaders now. John Andretti breaks off the trioval. For now, he tucks in behind Mark Martin for the lead back to one. Andretti hopes the inside lane will open up underneath Mark Martin, but Martin, of course, is not going to let that happen. He nails it right down to the white line on the bottom of the racetrack. Andretti has no opportunity. He falls in line, follows the tire tracks of Martin off turn two. Everyone straightens out single file in the top five. This run down the back stretch. Up front, it is Mark Martin leading John Andretti back to turn three. John Andretti making his strategy now as he races down the back chute into turn number three. He'll draw up about a half a car length off of Mark Martin's back bumper. He may have some drafting help. Bill Elliott is there, but will he go with him? Working to the closing laps of the 39th running of the Pepsi 400, a race that John Andretti has dominated, a race that has saw three caution flags at this point, the most recent of which when Jeff Gordon got into the wall off turn two. He has continued and is on the lead lap, but is well back in 34th position. And Mark Martin, the second man in the NASCAR Winston Cup championship standings, is leading the race at this point. But Mark is having to make every block he has ever learned in all his years of racing to hold off John Andretti's charge to the front. Well, he's had a lot of experience. Oh, John goes all the way down to the apron of the racetrack, brings up the dust. He got so close to the bottom of the speedway, put a move on for the lead. It didn't work in turn one. Might have the opportunity now, though. He was looking for Mark Martin goes high in turn number two. The inside lane opens up. Here comes John Andretti up alongside Mark Martin and the nose of his Ford out front. John Andretti works up off the left side of Mark Martin's Ford. Now Bill Elliott's lapped car jumps in line behind Andretti to give him a shove. Will it be enough drafting help to push Andretti by Mark Martin? Martin charging in the middle of the banking. Andretti glued to the bottom of the racetrack. Elliott now goes with Andretti to the bottom. Still side by side for the lead. Off of turn number four, John Andretti coming down to the stripe with help from Bill Elliott. Michael Waltrip's been jumping back and forth. The third place car from the inside lane to the outside lane at the Strike John Andretti back out in front with 23 laps to go. Now the fight for second. Michael Waltrip trying to follow the lap car through around Mark Martin. Elliott works the inside lane underneath Mark Martin. Now clears Martin, leaves the lane open. Here's Michael Waltrip. Just what he was looking for. He's up alongside Mark Martin. Now he gets the push off the corner. Michael Waltrip now moves up to second. Here's Ernie Urban trying to move out of line and work up alongside of Mark Martin. Dale Jarrett, three wide, dives down from sixth inside of Ernie Urban. Dale Jarrett makes the Bonsai move down to the inside, and Dale Earnhardt does as well. The two Dales pick up two positions. Ernie Irvin shuffled out of the draft in the middle of the racetrack. He'll just now get back in line in turn four. One of the gutsiest moves I've seen at Daytona in a long, long time made by John Andretti. Went all the way to the flat part of the racetrack and almost put it in the grass to grab the lead away a moment ago. Now he has a lap car between himself.
himself and Michael Waltrip, who rides second. They're back in turn one. Single file coming back into the corner. What Andretti's got to be concerned about now, the fact that Elliott's going to try to get by him to get his lap back. When he does, that could open the door for Michael Waltrip, who also has a strong horse. For now, they remain single file, working off turn two onto the backstretch. Everyone rides single file on the back straightaway. No one steps out of line this time by. For now, everyone content to line up behind John Andretti, although Dale Earnhardt is on the move. Earnhardt rumbles out of the pocket to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll sweep by Dale Jarrett. Now here comes Ward Burton. He'll flank Jarrett in the middle of the corner and complete the pass off turn four. Would be for the fifth position now. Ward Burton would be getting by Dale Jarrett. Earnhardt now up to fourth. Try to follow the lap car of Jimmy Spencer around Mark Martin and get third at the start-finish line. Earnhardt poking the nose out front. Farther back for about seventh. They're three wide there. Ernie Irvin and Jeff Burton up on the outside of another car to one. Kyle Petty's the one that takes a low line coming into turn number one and that three-wide battle and Kyle picks up the spot coming into turn one. Jeff Burton may be the loser there. He goes way high. Ernie Irvin now makes the move to the inside along with Sterling Marlin. Back up front, John Andretti continues to lead. Lap car of Bill Elliott separating the leader from second place Michael Waltrip in three. Here comes Kyle Petty to the inside of Terry Labonte. Labonte leaves the inside lane open. Petty takes advantage. Labonte slips up to the top of the banking. They're side by side for about the tenth position. Petty has it coming off turn four. Petty driving the wheels off that thing as the laps wind down. Alan just mentioned a moment ago Sterling Marlin's car. The reason he had hung up there and drove so hard all day to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. It's paid off for him. He did it. Now he's up to what? 13th? Actually just moved into the 10th position after starting in the back of the pack on that last restart. Marlin may be a factor to win this race yet. The pack's in two. Coming off turn number two, hitting the back straight away. John Andretti leads the way. Bill Elliott looks for a way to get by. Can't find it yet. Here's Michael Waltrip. Now he's getting restless. He moves out of line. Backed alongside Jimmy Spencer's lap car. Now Dale Earnhardt makes a three wide for a moment, almost touching Michael Waltrip. Earnhardt dusts off Waltrip down the back straight away. Dale Jarrett goes by as well. Mark Martin decides, what the heck? I'll go to the inside too. So Waltrip loses three positions in turn four. But as strong as John Andretti's car has been all day, catching him is one thing. Getting around him is going to be another. Earnhardt's making a big move at it right now. He's picked his way up into the second position. Now only a couple of lap cars between himself and the leader. He's closing in in turn one. Earnhardt looks for the chance now to get by Jimmy Spencer's car. Spencer, meanwhile, goes after Bill Elliott. The two lap machines both go way up the track. Elliott nearly into the wall. Earnhardt thought for a moment about diving under Jimmy Spencer. Instead, he'll fall in behind Spencer and help make the move past Bill Elliott. Here's Dale Earnhardt now choosing up a lane on the back stretch. He decides to settle in between Jimmy Spencer's lap car and the car of Dale Jarrett, which closes in from behind. Earnhardt side by side for this third position on back, flanking the lap machine of Bill Elliott, but he slides up the banking, as does Elliott. Jarrett tries to take advantage there, but he has to fall back in line as they race off the fourth turn. A shame for Bill Elliott and for Jimmy Spencer that they had problems earlier in the race that have taken them off the lead lap. Obviously, they have some of the strongest cars here, but are not going to be a factor to win this race. John Andretti leading across the start-finish line with 18 laps to go. Can anybody get up there and run at the lead on him? Single file coming back to turn one. John Andretti in charge of the race at the stage. Jimmy Spencer right behind, trying to get a lap back. Then the second-place machine, Dale Earnhardt. He sees a challenge from Dale Jarrett. That's the race for second. Dale Jarrett works up wide, coming off turn two. Now tucks back in line behind Dale Earnhardt's car. And Mark Martin rides along behind them in fourth. Ward Burton on the inside of Bill Elliott as his lap machine slips up the banking. He'll get by with a little help from Michael Waltrip. The front seven cars stay single file to the bottom of the race 
track off four. Closing in on the finish, Dale Earnhardt is the man trying to chase John Andretti. Right now, though, Earnhardt's only drafting help. The lap car of Jimmy Spencer is one car. It gets shot out of the pack on the back straightaway, headed down toward turn three. Michael Waltrip's car shoots out of line, back up onto the track. Bobby Hamilton almost piles into the back end of Waltrip's car. Heads up move from Hamilton. The lap car of Jimmy Spencer that had been right behind leader John Andretti and in front of second place Dale Earnhardt has been shuffled out of line. Now Earnhardt is right on Andretti's back bumper with Dale Jarrett, Mark Martin, and Dick Trickle in fifth. Three wide for six, headed to three. Down at the inside of the racetrack, Sterling Marlin continues his charge forward. Terry Labonte slips to the inside. Both of those cars diving down to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. They'll get by in turn four. What a comeback Sterling Marlin has made here this afternoon. All that hard, tenacious driving for the most part to get himself back on the lead lap has paid off. Right now he's trying to work his way up there and get into fifth place. He has drafting help from Ward Burton, but at the front of the field, John Andretti has four cars, any one of those four, close enough to put a move on him and take the lead away. Dale Jarrett's one of those cars trying to get up and put a move on him. Right now trying to put a move on Dale Earnhardt is what Jarrett's job is. Looks to the outside of him in the race for the second spot. Doesn't see the chance. He'll fall back in line in third in single file. Ford, Chevy, Ford in the top three as John Andretti's Ford lead Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet, and Dale Jarrett continues to sit tight in third. Andretti has a mirror full of Dale Earnhardt as he climbs the banking of turn number three in the front six. Nobody's stepping out of line. Here's Marlin taking a quick peek to the inside of Trickle. Can't make the move happen there. Front six cars, single file this time off turn four. 11 to go, excuse me, 12 to go, and they come to the strike. That scramble for the lead is still a hot one. It's in turn three. John Andretti continues to do, defend that inside lane. Here's Dale Earnhardt trying the middle of the banking. He slips up just a little bit, but right behind him is Dale Jarrett. So just that quickly, he gets back to the bottom off turn four. By the way, Michael Waltrip, after that little uh, shuffle off the racing surface he had a moment ago, is back in line in 30th position, still on the lead lap and in the lead draft, but he has obviously lost a lot of ground. Front five, single file, side-by-side side for six. Sterling Marland out of the inside of Terry Labonte back to one. Terry Labonte had gone by Sterling Marlin about a lap ago. Marlin came back, used the inside lane and some drafting help. Now to power back into the sixth position. Up front, though, John Andretti still looking back to see what Earnhardt's going to do for the second spot. For now, Earnhardt will stay in line in second position. Further back, the battle for seventh had been side-by-side. Ward Burton had been challenging Terry Labonte, but Labonte holds him off. Now Burton feels a little challenge from Ernie Irvin. Burton opens up the inside lane just that quickly. Ernie dives to the bottom. They'll go side-by-side as the black Ford challenges Burton off turn four. But as they do all that back there, running door to door, they watch the front five or six cars get even further away. They come down to the line. John Andretti crosses the stripe. Ten laps to go. The indication as he works his way back into turn number one. Dale Earnhardt sits right behind him. Dale Jarrett's there in third. They're all heading over to turn two. Seven cars all nose to tail marching back into the corner. John Andretti at the head of the pack. Here's Sterling Marlin and Terry Labonte at the tail end of that pack taking a little bit different line. They'll take the high side in turn two. Won't do any good, though. They fall back into single file in the back straightaway. Sterling Marlin just as quickly changes lanes on the run, now goes to the inside and tries to force his way up alongside of Dick Trickle in a battle for fifth. Terry Labonte will go along with him as they dive to the inside of Trickle. Here's Sterling Marlin flanking Trickle as they climb the banking. Now Trickle tries to battle back, but he has no drafting help. Still side-by-side up turn four. Performance of the day by Sterling Marlin rallying back from a lap down, charging now, trying to get into the top five in the final nine laps of the Pepsi 400. He has fifth by about a foot on Dick Trickle at the start-finish line, but he has not cleared him yet as the front five stays single file. The front four, rather, still for fifth. The race is on and won. Dick Trickle gets drafting help now. 
from Terry Labonte, who's been fighting with Sterling Marlin for the last few laps. Trickle gets by, gets back up into the fifth position. Now Sterling swings to the inside to get by Terry Labonte. Sterling Marlin moves up into the sixth position now. Terry Labonte is drop kick back into seventh. Ward Burton and Jeff Burton come next. Dick Trickle, meanwhile, draws up on the backside of Mark Martin. Now he thinks about making an outside move. He's strong to the top of the banking, and Sterling Marlin will go with him. Side by side with Martin for fourth. Tell you what, if I wore a hat, I'd take it off to Dick Trickle, the run he's had here today also. Dick has hung in there all day long and is determined not to give up that fourth place right now, although he's got plenty of heat being put on him. Mark Martin gets shuffled down to the inside. No drafting help there. He's going to lose a spot or two, and they get three wide back at about seventh place in turn one. Martin holds the inside lane back at the seventh position. The line is forming on the outside. That's not going to help him at all. Ward Burton is there with drafting help from Brother Jeff. Also Ernie Irvin and Bobby Labonte working the outside lane off turn two. Here's Sterling Marlin taking a peek to the inside of Dick Trickle. That's a battle for the fourth spot. For now, however, Trickle will hold off the challenge and maintain fourth position. Dale Jarrett taking a shot at Dale Earnhardt, peeking to the outside, down at the end of the back straightaway, but just that quickly he drops back in line. Here's Marlin trying the top of the banking on Trickle. Trickle puts on the block in the fourth corner. Let's point out a lap ago also, Jimmy Spencer on a lap by himself dropped down onto the apron of the track of the back straightaway, let the whole pack go by him since he can't gain or lose anything by doing that. Good move of sportsmanship there on the part of Spencer and the Campbell team unable to get their lap back earlier. They're going to let everybody else race for position. Field is in one now with seven laps to go. Earnhardt may be trying to make his move. He climbs the banking, going after the lead. But drafting help falls in line behind Andretti. That is Dale Jarrett. They fall back in single file now. Here's Sterling Marlin once again from the fifth position, diving down to the inside of Dick Trickle's car. They go side by side with Jarrett now working up in front of Sterling Marlin. Trickle in the middle of the banking. He'll go up to the top now as Sterling Marlin dives to the bottom. They'll stay side by side and turn number three. Which way will Terry Labonte go? He's right in the middle, splitting the difference between the two as they race off turn four. Six laps remain in the Pepsi 400 here at Daytona to settle it as they come down to the line. Andretti's been able to hold everybody off. A moment ago, Earnhardt put a move on the outside. Had he had a little drafting help over there, Joe Moore, he might have been able to pull it off. Could have made it, but again, the drafting help fell in line behind Andretti down on the inside lane. This time, Earnhardt does not try that. Dick Trickle does, though. He's trying to get the third spot from Dale Jarrett. Trickle drives up the banking, but quickly snaps it back in line off turn two. Trickle has to get down in line to try to shut off the advance of Sterling Marlin, who's still there in fifth. Marlin, meanwhile, has his hands full, trying to hold off Terry Labonte. Feeling some heat from Labonte down the back straightaway, and now looking to the top of the banking as Marlin goes low. Battle is for fourth. Trickle opens up the inside lane, and Sterling Marlin is fourth as he races off the fourth corner. Sterling Marlin continuing his charge to the front, trying to be a factor in the finish of the Pepsi 400. Down to the stripe, five laps to go. John Andretti trying to score his first NASCAR Winston Cup win. Dale Earnhardt and Dale Jarrett all over his back bumper, fighting for second and the lead back to one. Here is Jarrett going to the outside of Dale Earnhardt. This is the race for second. It's Ricky Rudd. Goes up the banking. He's collected by Lake Speed in turn number one. Rudd slams hard. Here now Hunt Strickland. Also Morgan Shepard to the inside. Michael Waltrip. Other cars taking evasive action down low. Rest of the field gets by. Terrific damage to Ricky Rudd's car and to Hunt Strickland. Maybe the race to the finish of the Pepsi 400. Leaders are in three. John Andretti with a two-car length advantage. Dale Earnhardt is glued to the bottom of the racetrack. Nobody steps out of line. Nobody can do anything with Andretti.
Here he comes off of turn number four. Caution flag waving at the start-finish line. Earnhardt looks outside. He will not be close enough to make a move. Caution flag with four laps to go. John Andretti leads to the stripe. The yellow waving after a hard crash in turn one. Let's go back to Joe Moore. Four cars still littered on the inside of the track over here. Morgan Shepard now beginning to fire his car and drive away. Hutt Strickland with significant damage to the right front of his car. Michael Walter, who had such a good run earlier today, his car crippled, sitting down on the inside of the racetrack. And again, we told you the right side in the front of Ricky Rudd's car severely damaged. Rudd looked to be getting crossed up coming into the corner. He was collected by Lake Speed that all the traffic that was bearing down on them tried to make evasive action. Some got by. These other three did not. We see that Ricky Rudd has climbed from his machine down in the corner. It looked like Ricky was up behind Ernie Irvin and either made a move to the outside or the car started to, to get away from him somehow anyway on the short straightaway from the trial to turn one as he was behind Ernie Irvin the back end of his car started waggling around spun on him and then he was collected by Michael Waltrip and the others involved in the corner in turn one and all the, the drivers are out of their cars now we're seeing Hunt Strickland getting a little bit of help climbing from his car also back over in the turn uh, two area we saw Michael Waltrip climb from his car and as you reported Ricky Rudd is out and looks to be okay from there, John Andretti beat Dale Earnhardt back around to the caution flag. Will we be able to go back racing before lap 160? It's going to be tough. The Pepsi 400 is going to come down to a final one-lap sprint. The green and white flags will wave at the same time. One more trip around the two-and-a-half-mile Daytona International Speedway to decide the victory in this 39th running of the Pepsi 400. It's been a great race thus far. Dale Earnhardt in the last several laps before the caution flag was all over the back bumper of John Andretti and could not find a way around. Dale Jarrett looked antsy. You've got Sterling Marlin right in the mix now. Question is, can any of them get it done in just one more lap? Alan, one interesting note here. I just talked to Larry McReynolds. I said, can you pick up enough momentum to pass him on the lap, last lap? He said, well, we've been pathetic on restarts all day. We'll see how it shakes out here. Well, the whole key is going to be how quick they do come up through that gearbox and uh, get going before they get to turn number one. You, uh, in restrictor plate racing, we both know that it takes a full lap to really get the thing wound out. So if you get shuffled on the restart at all, wherever you get back to, you're never going to be able to make it back up with just one lap to go. And when just before that caution came out, we were sitting here saying, well, Elvis has left the building. I don't think so. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It has uh, completely thrown the circumstances of the finish upside down. John Andretti has dominated the race thus far today. Now, though, has to face a restart and has to have a flawless restart and come up through the gears and get back around one more lap of this Daytona Speedway to get his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win. Pace car heads for pit road. Time for the green and white flags. Well, you get ready to really tighten those seat belts up and hang on down to the line. White flag and green flag come in the air. They come up through the gearbox, and Dale Jarrett is literally pushing Dale Earnhardt. And Reddy gets a good restart. He'll pull away by half a car length. Let's follow this one down to turn one. Jarrett still is pushing Dale Earnhardt. This is the race for the second spot. Now, just as they come into the banking of turn one, Jarrett drops down low alongside Earnhardt. He's got the momentum. Jarrett's going to go for the second spot. It's allowing Andretti to stretch out his lead. Five car lengths now as Earnhardt now to the outside, and Sterling Marlin goes low, three wide. Meanwhile, John Andretti with the lead is on the back stretch for the final time this afternoon. They're four wide behind him, but Andretti leads by five car lengths. All that's scrambling for second, and now there's trouble up in turn number three. Mark Martin, Ward Burton, and Dick Trickle crash at the top of the banking as John Andretti shoots off turn four to the checkered flag. Car is still spinning and crashing in turn four is down to the stripe. John Andretti is going to win the pen. 
Pepsi 400, his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win, one car length over Terry Labonte. It'll be Dale Earnhardt and Sterling Marlin side-by-side for third, and several of the lead cars involved in a hard crash in turn four. Mark Martin, Dale Jarrett, and others getting together. Ward Burton involved there also, I believe. Let's go back to Fred Armstrong. Also, Lake Speed involved. Jimmy Spencer's involved. Joe Nemechek is involved. Uh, You reported Mark Martin. There are several cars down on the inside of the apron, Alan. It all started at the beginning of turn number three, and a chain reaction accident began as everybody was just coming up to speed. John Andretti, meanwhile, scampered off the corner and headed back to the checkered flag. And coming across the line also, Bobby Hamilton with the whole front of that STP Pontiac caved in, but he did drive it across the start-finish line as we're seeing more cars get fired up up there now with smoke trailing from the machines trying to get down to the start-finish line as at least seven or eight cars got a piece of that again up in turn three and four. Back to Fred Armstrong. Also involved is uh, Jerry Nato. His car just now coming to rest on the inside of the banking. We'll take a look and see who's climbing out. Some safety crews coming to the aid of Dick Trickle. Trickle just now climbing out of his machine. Lake Speed also appears to be climbing from his. Safety vehicles and wreckers are on the scene down here tending to the drivers. A multi-car accident racing four positions in the final lap of the Pepsi 400. But John Andretti will be the happiest driver of all here today. He will go to victory lane, his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win. We'll talk with John and the other top finishers in today's race as we continue our coverage from the World Center of Racing. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. Back at Daytona International Speedway, John Andretti is rolling toward victory lane about to celebrate his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win, beating Terry Labonte by one car length at the conclusion of the event after a green and white flag at the same time, one lap sprint to the checkered flag. Sterling Marlin finished third, Dale Earnhardt fourth, Dale Jarrett came around for fifth position. Those are the unofficial top five. Right now watching about a half a dozen cars. Up in turn number four that were involved in a hard crash in that portion of the speedway, racing to the checkered flag, four positions in the top ten. Dick Trickle involved, Ward Burton, also Mark Martin, Lake Speed, Bobby Hamilton, and Jeff Burton among those drivers involved. Before we go to victory lane, let's swing back up to turn four and Fred Armstrong. Just about everybody has climbed out of their cars, Alan. There is some attention being given around Ward Burton's machine, and I can't confirm if it is Ward or Jeff Burton, both of those machines sitting virtually in the same part of the racetrack, but just about everybody else has climbed from their cars and has cleared the accident. Also, uh, Robbie Gordon just got a little teeny piece of that. Bobby Hamilton also got wrinkled up down here as well. Let's go down to the pits. Well, we've caught up with Terry Labonte. Terry, the first question comes to mind, where did you come from? <laughs> well, i tell you what, we were running fifth there in that last start. It had been kind of a struggle all day for us, and, and I thought, you know, I wouldn't really be real mad if it just uh, ended under caution here. And then it went back to green, and that last lap, I had a good run on those guys in front of me, and they were all trying to pass each other, and I got them all on the outside except for the one guy, So uh, except for John Andretti and uh, and uh, so it was a good run for us. Hey, I'm tickled to death. We kind of struggled all week. We didn't qualify that well. And, uh, you know, to come out of here with the second place is awful good for us. A little bit of damage to the front of the car. What happened there, and did it affect it that much? Well, I hit a tire on pit road, and, uh, no, it really didn't, didn't mess it up. It looks worse than it is. And uh, we thought it was going to really be a problem for us, but uh, it was okay. Terry Labonte from 35th to 2nd here at Daytona. And down to the uh, other side of the garage area, and Marty Snyder. Well, we've kind of chased Dale Earnhardt back here in, uh, amongst his uh, motorhome, and he has uh, gone in to uh, get a breath real quick and some water, and he will be out in just a second, and we'll talk to Dale Earnhardt, who finished fourth. Dale Earnhardt chasing John Andretti when the white flag waved, ended up fourth at the checkered flag. We will hear from some more of the top finishers in just a moment. Again, unofficially the top five, John Andretti, Terry Labonte, Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt, and Dale Jarrett. 
That incident up in turn three coming to the checkered flag began when Dale Jarrett and it looked like Mark Martin, maybe Dick Trickle and Ward Burton basically all tried to get into the corner racing each other for a spot and it just got too tight. They ran out of room and a couple of them got together. All you got to do is touch just a little bit. If one car gets sideways, anybody's near you is almost going to go out with you also. And it, 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 it's a shame it had to happen. And we were talking a moment ago just before that did happen. Back in February, we were here for the Daytona 500. We had an incident with about 10 laps to go that took out a bunch of cars almost the same way. But for John Andretti, didn't spoil his day a bit. He was able to hold everybody off, and just about everybody had a shot at him. Nobody could do anything with him. And we'll go down and visit with John in Victory Lane in a moment. But right now, let's go back to the garage in Winston Kelly. Well, I'll tell you, somebody that drove there, Fanny all day long he earned his nickel sterling marlin you had to battle hard to get that lap back and then you almost pulled off the victory yeah i, d- I didn't want to say it last caution uh, we'd come in and got tires and about half the field did and the guys in front was at a little disadvantage but uh it worked well for us and the car drove good it was a little tight on about 20 25 lap runs and uh it usually is here and uh, we didn't compensate enough for it but my hats off the kodak team they've done a great job and uh maybe we'll get a roll going i tell you spycracker 400 has been good to him i think uh Run second four times, third day, one last year, so uh, I love his place. Describe the last lap. Well, I tried to lay back and get a good run on, uh, you know, Dale and three. I knew somebody was going to get too deep, and uh, sure enough, he did off two, and uh, I about made my move too early and uh, got him beside the 88, and uh, he races down the back straightaway, and somebody run him down, he hit me in the right rear, and somebody come behind me and boosted me on up through there, and I looked in the mirror, and uh, they was wrecking everywhere, so uh, fortunately, we got through it, and dodged a bunch of bullets and uh like i said just like to thank everybody thanks uh mark martin i ain't through yet he uh he let me get that lap back if he didn't let me i wouldn't have made it up and me and him really worked well together on super speedways drafting and uh great guys want to thank him from a lap down to third sterling marlin and in victory lane john andretti is celebrating his first nascar winston cup series win we go to jim phillips a lot of smiles and well deserved john this is your first winston cup win your thoughts i mean i can't even think right now you know just I want to thank Kelly Arbor and Tony Fur and, and um, Bob Fisher and, and Tony Santanical and all the guys. I mean, they just work so hard. You know, it's been a tough year for us. And um, we thought that the Daytona 500 got away from us. And um, in Talladega, we thought got away from us. So um, today we just had a car that was unbelievable. And um, with RCA and Goodyear and Ford and all the people that have supported us, I mean, I just want to thank you for being patient. It's all been worth it. Well, it looked like on the restart you got back there one time. Look, didn't look to me like you had a lot of help. No, I didn't figure they'd help me much because when we got out front, that's where the car wanted to be. I mean, when we get up front, the car would run quicker. And um, so everybody wanted us to follow. And um, I got behind Mark there, and I thought, oh, not like Talladega again. And um, when I got up underneath him, I I was relieved, but then the black three came up. So um, there's a lot of things to worry about in a Winston Cup race trying to win it. Tell us about the move when you got by Mark down here. You, you almost went in the grass to get by. Well, you know, I knew Mark wanted to protect the position, and um, he knew that if I didn't get around him, that probably it would be tough for anybody to. And uh, So I just I got a run on him and got below him, and um, he left me enough room, and I got through. And luckily for me, Bill Elliott pushed me on through, and I guess um, I owe Bill a check after this. You know, it, it has to make you feel good. Uh, this guy right over here beside of you, Tony Furr, he wanted you to drive this race car. He said you could win. Yeah, that's that's what brought me here. You know, there was a lot of places to go, and when I came here, um, they had so much to offer, and it was all people, and that's what wins races. And um, you know, anybody will tell you that. So I want to thank. I mean, I can't thank these guys enough. I mean, they they never get down. They just keep plugging away, and um, and all this hard work paid off for them now. 
John Andretti is the winner. Here's his car owner, Kale Yarbrough. This place has been awful good to you, Kale Daytona. Congratulations on your first win as a car owner. Well, thank you very much. It has been uh, awful good to me, but everyone that I've won him before doesn't mean any more than this one. I'll tell you this. John did a great driving job, and uh, Tony Fur, well, the entire team, everybody. We had good pit stops, and uh, we knew this day was coming, but I wish it had come sooner. But uh, I'm glad it's here, and I think it'll be a little easier from now on. You know, I saw a little bit of uh, the old car owner in him today when he's coming up through that field there when it uh, looked like he wasn't getting a lot of help. Uh, he had to root and gnaw his way just like he used to do. Well, he did a great job, yeah, and, uh, you know, we, we tried to tell him to be careful and, uh, and take it easy. We figured we had the uh, car that could win if we get it back in front, and uh, he listened all day long and did a fantastic job. A uh, great feeling. They're in victory lane. John Andretti wins the Pepsi 400 at Daytona. Kale sounds like it's about as much fun to be a winning car owner as it is a winning driver. When you're as competitive as Kale is, winning is winning. And I'm sure he is enjoying his first win as a team owner. And congratulations to John and Kale and the entire RCA team for scoring the Pepsi 400 today. Let's go back to the garage now. Marty Snyder. Well, we're still waiting on uh, Dale Earnhardt. He is actually talking to Larry McCurnels right now. And... Uh, Still standing here waiting on Dale Earnhardt, but we want to talk to him to find out about that last lap and uh, and his efforts to win this race as he sat in second behind John Adderday taking the green flag at the very end right there. And uh, while we wait, let's swing over to Winston Kelly again. Well, similarly, Dale Jarrett has crawled into his hauler, and he's changing clothes in there. We hope to get a comment from him before we get off the air. All right, so while we await uh, the ability to talk to some of those gentlemen, let's uh, conduct a little business here. First of all, time for Barney and I to pick the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award winner, $500 to Racing for Kids magazine from Ray Bestest Breaks in the name of the driver getting a good break or bad break, and I was thinking of Sterling Marlin. Uh, he talked about getting a good break there a minute ago, and Mark Martin, uh, he said helped him or let him make up his lap, and so why not tip the cap uh, in the manner of Sterling Marlin for coming back from being a lap down to finish third in today's race. Yeah, I don't think anybody got a better break than he did. I was going to give Michael Waltrip an honorable mention for that car going out in the grass in the back straightaway, but uh, Sterling comes home third after being a lap down. It's hard to vote against that. Yeah, so uh, Ray Bestis Brakes will send $500 in the name of Sterling Marlin to Racing for Kids magazine to promote education and reading as the Ray Bestis Brakes Break of the Race award winner today here at Daytona. Western Auto Mechanic of the Race was Tony Furr for John Andretti's team. He gets $2,000. The Gatorade Front Runner Award, John Andretti led it halfway. They collect $10,000. Be a very profitable payday for the Cale Yarborough team here at Daytona today. MRN Radio and Sears Die Hard are conducting the search for the Die Hard Fan of the Year. More and more entries piling in, and our panel has selected the following one to qualify for the grand prize drawing and win a Sears Die Hard race fan jacket. In addition, Susan Braun of Westmoreland City, Pennsylvania, was on a letter-writing campaign for a four-month-old puppy named after Daryl Waltrip, complete with puppy paw prints, pictures, and reasons why Susan's such a die-hard fan. And we congratulate Susan as being our die-hard fan of the month. Let's go downstairs to the garage. Well, Alan, we finally have caught up with Dale Earnhardt, and uh, that was a pretty wild finish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. A, you know, I had a good race car. We just didn't, couldn't get going on restarts. So engine or something, we just, it just, you know, wouldn't take off good. And, you know, I knew... <laughs> I mean, I hate to say I told them so, but, man, it was, I knew this was going to be a big wreck at last lap. It, did, it was at Talladega when they did that. And, you know, it's good for the fans of Reckman. I hope, just hope nobody got hurt down there. And, you know, I, I, you know, we just ended up fourth. I did all we could do, and that's all I can say. If it would have stayed green, could you have passed Andretti? Well, with a little help, I don't know. I think he was tough to pass ever who was trying to pass him, and everybody just sort of was racing for second. And uh, maybe, maybe we can uh, – you know, I ain't get a charge at him next year, but 
He was too strong, I think, by himself. Good momentum builder? Hope so. That's Dale Earnhardt. This is his fifth consecutive top five in this race here at Daytona. Dale Earnhardt finishing fourth today. Back to Winston Kelly. Well, still standing behind Dale. Jarrett's holler waiting on him to come out. Mark Martin just limped into his trailer requesting that uh, he not talk to reporters right now. Uh, just a slight limp on the right side, but walking in under his own power. All right, Dale Jarrett coming through that uh, accident in the fourth turn in the final lap to get a fifth-place finish uh, in the Pepsi 400 today. The fans beginning to file out of the Speedway after the Pepsi 400. John Andretti is the race winner, and why don't we take a look at the finishing order from the event. Well, John, very happy in victory lane. His first Winston Cup win ever. And ready the winner here in the Pepsi 400. Terry Labonte finished second. Third will go to Sterling Marlin. Dale Earnhardt ran fourth. Dale Jarrett finished fifth. Rusty Wallace was sixth. Kyle Petty picks up seventh. Jeff Burton finished eighth. Ernie Irvin, ninth. Bobby Labonte, tenth. Kenny Wallace, eleventh. Ted Musgrave was twelfth. Thirteenth will go to Jeremy Mayfield. Fourteenth to Darrell Waltrip. Kenny Strader, fifteenth. Johnny Benson, sixteenth. Dave Marcus, seventeenth. Rick Mast was eighteenth. David Green finished eighteenth. Finishing 19th, I'll make that 19th, was David Green. Finishing 20th was Bobby Hamilton. 21st goes to Jeff Gordon. 22nd to Robbie Gordon. Brett Bodine finished 23rd. Joe Nemechek was 24th. And Dick Trickle make up the top 25. Finishing 26th was Ward Burton. Mark Martin, 27th. Derek Cope, 28th. Lake Speed, 29th. And Jerry Nadeau, 30th. Jimmy Spencer was 31st. Morgan Shepard, 32nd. Bill Elliott, 33rd. Ricky Rudd, 34th. And Michael Waltrip, 35th. Hot Strickland was 36th. Ricky Craven, 37th. 38th was the car of Steve Grissom, Wally Dallenbach 39th, Billy Standridge 40th, Mike Skinner 41st, and Chad Little finished in 42nd position. John Andretti led the most laps, 113 of the 160 laps. In fact, for Andretti, the dominant driver today, although we did have 14 lead changes among 11 drivers, and four caution flags slowing the race. Average speed, 157.791 miles an hour. That is not a record. Time of the race, 2 hours, 33 minutes, and 52 seconds. A couple of other follow-ups from the garage area. Ricky Rudd was uh, one of the drivers involved in the fourth caution of the race that uh, put us under the yellow in the final five laps. And uh, we never did get a chance to follow up with Ricky. Jim Phillips has gone in search of him. Jim? I talked to one of his crew members, uh, Alan, and he told me that Ricky uh, got out of the car and walked to, or, to the infield care center. So he said Ricky was all right. So Ricky Rudd, uh, okay, after a very hard crash back at lap 155 of 160. And the other thing we wanted to follow up on, a big last-turn accident in turns three and four involving several cars, primarily the machines of Jeff Burton, Ward Burton, Mark Martin, Derek Cope, Dick Trickle, Lake Speed, and Bobby Hamilton. Uh, most of those drivers we established out at the accident scene uh, were just fine and climbed from their machines. Jeff and Ward Burton, uh, we are continuing to follow up on. Marty Snyder is down by the infield care center. Well, Ward is still in the infield care center, and we've been told uh, by some of his representatives that he will be taken to a local hospital. He's fine. He's alert, and everything's okay, but they are going to take him for precautionary measures to the hospital. Uh, they, don't, they don't know if he's going to stay overnight at this point, but they are going to take him to the hospital here in a minute. All right, so there's the update on Ward Burton. I uh, believe he's fine, but going to be taken to uh, what I assume would be Halifax Medical Center here in Daytona Beach for some precautionary x-rays and further examination by uh, the doctors on hand. Tough way to end the race for those drivers. Uh, it was a spectacular race all the way through. 
One of the better races we've seen here in July in a long, long time. You really hate to see an accident like that happen uh, at any time, at any stage of the race, particularly toward the end of the race. And it involves some cars that would have had some really good finishes. But the big thing is, hopefully everybody is okay. At least that's the word we get right now. Barney. Go ahead, Winston. Barney, Dale Jarrett has walked out of his hauler. See if we can get a quick comment from him. Dale, talk about the last lap. You were third, literally pushing Dale Earnhardt across the line and came home fifth. How did it all unfold? Yeah, you know, that's tough. You know, being up front's the hardest place to be at a restrictor plate race on a restart because those guys lay back and get a run back there. And, and uh, you know, I was trying to, to get Dale going and, and myself, and I got up beside him, and then everybody just fanned out. And, you know, it's just unfortunate it tore the cars up back there, the guys. I know everybody's trying to make a spot up, but, you know, it's tough. You're going to run out of racing room somewhere in there. But I want to congratulate John Andretti. He did a great job all day. Uh He's a good race driver, and Kel Yarbrough on getting his first victory. Uh, those guys really did a good job, and just say congratulations to them. And, uh, you know, we made up a few points looking at the board there. Somehow old Terry snuck in there again, so you can't gain on him until the end. But, uh, you know, we'll take fifth. Uh, he has a wild last lap and, you know, debate whether we should do that or not. But the fans came here to see racing, I guess, and if they didn't enjoy that, uh, it's going to have a hard time making them excited. How much difference did that last caution flag make on you being able to come home victorious? Well, I, you know, I think I was in a pretty good spot. Uh, Dale and I could get a pretty good run at times, and, and I could get a good run on him. And Sterling had come up behind me, and I think he was going to be there, and I could get a push. Don't not saying he was going to help me, but I could get a push. So I, it took the, my chance to win away, so to speak. But, you know, as good as John was all day, don't know that we could have beat him. Dale Jarrett, fifth this afternoon. The unofficial NASCAR Winston Cup Series championship standings, our calculations here in the tower, show Jeff Gordon continuing to hold the lead with Terry Labonte sliding by Mark Martin into the second spot. And it would be 54 points, the difference between the top two versus the 92-point advantage Gordon had coming into the day. So what that basically means, Jeff Gordon gets the $50,000 Gatorade Front Runner Award as the championship leader at the halfway point of the, se- the uh, season, the conclusion of today's race. So Gordon up by 54 points points unofficially on Terry Labonte that the official NASCAR Winston Cup Championship standings are released on Monday morning. Back to the garage. Well, let's check in with Ricky Rudd, who uh, finally got out of the infield care center. What, what happened on that uh, wild lap, last lap incident? Well, Marty's a lot of good hard clean racing going on at that time, and it, it cut a left rear tire. I heard it slap about twice before the car turned around, and I said, uh-oh, there wasn't nothing I could do about it. I was stuck up there in the high groove, and like I said, I heard, I heard the tread must have cut something, and the tread came off, and then it was instantly around, turned back around on us, but uh, pretty hard hit. You know, I was just, uh, you know, anytime you wreck here and you got these multi-car packs running, you know it's going to be a hard lick, and, and unfortunately ended our day of the tied forward. Ricky Rudd okay, but his car was not. So uh, Ricky Rudd out in the second-to-last uh, caution, I guess we'd say, of the event, the last one waving on the checkered flag lap when uh, four cars get into the wall in turn two. And again, the last update we have, Ward Burton okay, but going to be taken to the, in- to the uh, local hospital for some precautionary x-rays. Well, we said at the beginning of the show, it doesn't seem to matter February or July. You come to Daytona, you see an exciting race. I think we uh, did, did some pretty good advertising there. It held up to the billing. Yeah, I don't think anybody can go away from here today and say they didn't get their nickels worth. And I'm sitting here thinking that when we come back here next July and this uh, track will be under the lights and we'll be watching something totally different, but the excitement yeah. will still be there. It was a very exciting Pepsi 400 today. We thank Cherie Spangler for her help on the scoring loop as well as Barbara Roush. Joe Moore, Kurt Becker, and Fred Armstrong covered the corners today. Jim Phillips. Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder along Pit Road. It was 1967 
When Mario Andretti went to Victory Lane in the Daytona 500 at this very racetrack, his nephew John today has scored his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win in the Pepsi 400. For Barney Hall, Alan Bestwick saying so long from Daytona. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.